Are you doing the backups? It seemed to mess things up when I did it last time. It did? Oh, yeah, they kind of did, didn't it? Um, yep, doing it, yep. <clears throat> good, 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 good. How are you? All right, how are you? How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm all right, I'm all right. Duke, Duke, Duke. I'm sick. He's not good. He's not good, man. Oh, no, why? He caught, he caught our sickness over the Skypes. Ah. I'm on. It's poorly. Well, that sucks. I know it does. It does. Oh well. Well, at least we at least we got a proper soundboard this week, though. Not like your crap effort last it's week. Fine. What are you being? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Are we ready to start? We are ready to start. Let's get going, and then you can go to bed and put a hot water bottle on you. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Hello and welcome to show 228 of the Old Knackered Farts podcast. <laughs> because I think Chini and I are better this week, but Duke doesn't sound great at nope, all. I don't feel great. Welcome, everyone. Sorry, I'm sick. Jeeps, what's the matter with you? What have you got? Have you got the man flu? I've got a head cold that I've had for like three days, and I should have stayed home from school on Friday, but I said, no, the students need to discuss primer, and I've got a video presentation for them. And then half the class was out on Thursday, so they didn't see the second half of the movies. They were utterly confused during the discussion. And then those that were there, half of them were gone on Friday. So we had like six people trying to discuss this movie, and... It just doesn't work, and it was such a miserable day, and then it was miserable yesterday, and I'm feeling a little better today, but I'm still miserable, so sorry, everyone, I'm feeling pretty miserable. Oh, jeez, because you were dead excited about your primary thing, weren't you, and everything. Well, I mean, it went well in my other classes, and whatever, I, I don't even want to get into it. It's fine. I'm here. Let's just do what we came to do. God, that's like a woman thing, isn't it? I don't really want to get into it. Just leave it now. Leave it's it. It's not a woman thing. God damn. I just don't want to talk about it. There's nothing to talk about. In fact, that's a man thing. Men are the one who are always like, I don't want to talk about it. That's the joke. How many depressed men does it take to change a light bulb? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> there you go. I like it. It's good. Okay. It's good. So whatever. Oh, it's, just, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. It's just that it's boring. Like It's not even worth discussing. So whatever. I can talk to you about it after the show, but I dare say nobody on... The freaking earth cares to hear about it, so I think we should just move right along to video games. Oh my god! Well, I'm I'm feeling a bit better this week. What about you, Ginny? You feeling better? Oh god, yes. is Ginny gone? No, I'm is he died? I'm no, feeling better because no. I'm dead. I am <laughs> okie dokie. I'm yeah. fit as a fiddle. Good. <clears throat> I am. I am fine. So, uh, so, Jude, what what score out of ten did you give last week's podcast without you on it? Uh, I gave it eight out of ten. It was very entertaining. 
I thought Chinny did a very good job with the sound effects. And Stu, if you're going to give him a bollocking, I want to hear you do the sound effects one week and see how good you do it. I can't do it. I'm not saying great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I think Chinny did a really good job in the pinch. Yeah, but you didn't hear all the stuff that I had to cut out. You're right. I didn't. Uh I heard you say (laughs) much these days. Yeah, if you'd have heard this when you sound like an idiot, that's the only thing you. If you'd have heard the stuff that I had to edit out for the speed pipes, right? It, it didn't sound great. Well, it whatever, it's going to be some trial and error, isn't it? It's not. He doesn't have my expertise. And my Absolutely, that's what I'm ex- saying. Uh, experience. I'm not saying it was terrible, but I missed it. You did say it was terrible. The whole last five (laughs) minutes last show was nothing but you going, uh, it's terrible. We should just end it because it's terrible. Uh, It's garbage. It's rubbish. (laughs) It's just terrible. I don't know why people are listening. It's terrible. You know what? It It wouldn't have been that terrible if you had just said once it was terrible, the end. But you kept dragging it out. The only thing worse than a bad show is listening to someone go, this show is bad. You just said it were an 8 out of 10. I know. I said it was great. I made your mind up. He was well, quoting you. If something is bad, you, you make it infinitely worse. No, no, not just you. Like, people make it infinitely worse by whinging about how bad it is. Just if it's bad, let it be bad. Well, we did. Uh, yeah, but Tell you what's bad anyway, show. I thought it was a good one. show. I had fun. Thank you, Omar, for filling in. Hooray to you. And did you really just say Omar? No, I said Omar. Oh, okay, I'll just check it. You got wax in your ears, kid. <laughs> I have actually, as it goes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody has it, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, so, the server I was playing on earlier today. Anyway, um, what did you think of the iTunes review then? Uh, I thought it needed a theme song before it. Oh, go on, go on. I'll do it again then. Go. No, on. you already did it. I'm not some jukebox they, they, they were telling you to tone it down. Do you agree? Um. Well, uh, I think I have tried to tone it down. He <laughs> should have heard me a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This is the toned down version. This is the toned well, down we, version. But I really appreciate what y'all said about once you get me one on one, I'm pretty calm because I do think I am. It's a public persona. You're an amazingly calm, relaxed, zen person. Obviously, you can get angry, Duke. I'm not saying you can't. <laughs> I, and but, I recognize it's like it's artifice. It's theater. You know, the whole world's a stage. You're, That's, you're you're one of the most you know calmest, peaceful per- people I know. He is, he is is almost like in a perpetual on the show, state of meditation. Maybe it's just your <laughs> hour of or two hours of just pure carnage where you can. Well, yeah. I do get a chance here to vent this frustration I've been saving up at school all week. So this week I got two weeks full of it. And <laughs> <laughs> there's also a degree to which if somebody creates something that I don't like, I'll, I'm going to let you know straight up. So I think it comes yeah, out sure talk about movies and video games and stuff like that. I've got to say, though, your zen-like personality astounds me sometimes. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I know. Um, hard to actually, I often don't feel like I'm as successful as I want to be, but whatevs. Whatevs, man. Whatevs. You just proved yourself with that your sentence. Like, yeah, know, right? Well, that's the battle with the ego. That's what I'm saying. Look, you got to take what you get. When life gives you lemons, you got to make lemonade. Oh, you throw the lemons back at life. Did I tell you I have a student who's uh, going to be using that phrase from Cave Johnson in his graduation speech? Cool. Yeah, I it's like it. Funky. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I watched a film this week that I expected to be a bit crap, and it was actually quite good. Oh, yeah, huh? Which one's that? Real Steel. Oh, the boxing robot one. It was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was oh. pretty good. I found myself rooting for the robot, I've got to say. You know, okay. it, was, it was a good film for Millie. It was good for... It was like... Oh, a kid. Right. Let's, let's delineate here. Is it like... Yeah. 
a, a good story about him, people and the human heart, or is it like fun to watch robots punch each other? Kind of both, really. It's kind of got a bit of both, yeah. It, it's kind of like a Rocky for kids. Okay. If you will. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool. You know, it's about a dude who doesn't give a shit about his son, and then Sounds the like mum dies. Top. I know, yeah, the mum dies. And then he decides, because he needs a new robot to fight, right? <laughs> he, he basically sells his son's... I'm sorry, this sounds ridiculous. I know, I know, I know, I know. Listen, 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 right? But... Listen. Listen, right? Listen. His, his dead ex-wife's sister wants to adopt his son. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to make it sound good here. Right, here we go, here we go. And, but obviously he sees an opportunity because she's got a bit of a sugar daddy husband who's worth a lot of money, right? Okay. So he offers to sign the, the papers over to the custody if he gives him $100,000 so he can buy himself a new robot for fighting. So that's how it all starts out. So he basically sells his son, in effect, <laughs> to get money. But then, you know, it's, it's a but typical... He learns, com- he learns the value of being a father. Absolutely. <laughs> He's good. He was Did you, have you seen this, Dick? I know, I know. Right? It's, it's like on The Simpsons. He has a heartbreaking choice to make at the end about whether his best friend lives <laughs> or dies. Or dies. I'll pass. Yeah. His best friends are talking pie. Sold! <laughs> it was alright. It was good. It was good. You were rooting for the robot at the end, you know, sure. and it was a bit of an sure. underdog It does a thing. good job of, like, making you, you know, manipulating your emotions, but for me, that's different than actually... I don't know. It, yeah. That's different from an actual good story. So, uh, well, but I did not judge it before I seen it, but I've judged it before I seen it. It's a good popcorn <laughs> movie. It was all right. It was but much better than I expected. Five out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was at least a seven. You know, seven for kids. I would have said. But I did watch a, a very good film. I'm said. sorry, I, I thought we were recording a veteran gamers tonight. I don't know. Shut think that. Shut up. We can talk films. We can talk. No, films. we can't. Um, veteran <laughs> yes, we can. gamers. We can talk films. We can do whatever. Veteran I'll movie talk. reviews. Whatever. It's but the did... veteran gamers, uh, 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Because he's got that in the title on iTunes. Soon he's going to add cinema, movies, TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> might do yeah um but uh we did watch another film with millie actually that was actually quite good which was a bit of a stand by me type of film yeah uh-huh. uh and it was called the the way back and it was good that was very good i've got to say really impressed with that <clears throat> and it had steve carell playing like a serious character which i've never seen before yeah he's done that uh, sometimes i don't know that he's the best it was pretty good one of the it worst films played... i've ever seen has steve carell as a serious character well, no, no, this was pretty good. No, this was pretty, it was this, called. Um, oh man, I've never like, heard of that. Oh man, yeah. what's, he, what's he about? It's about He Man's brother. Ah, uh, oh, man. <laughs> it's the Black Country version. <laughs> oh man, you're always. Right. Yeah, let's get out of here. It's oh man. Um, what's he called? Danny in real life. That's what it is. Yeah, I've not heard of God, that. God, that was boring. That was like a bad Sunday afternoon. Is that the one where he's like sleeping on the pile of pancakes? That's it. Yeah, I saw that cover. I haven't seen the thing. But... <laughs> yeah, I saw that cover. <laughs> I looked at that in the video shop and said, nope. Yeah, it was yeah I can imagine. Walking. But if look, if you've got some tweens out there, which is what my daughter refers to herself as now, ah. a tween in between teenager and sort of kid, right? right. Uh, the Way Back's a pretty good coming of age movie. It's well worth a watch. It's good. It's good. It's funny as well. It's got some really funny bits oh, in. I, I kind of like it. Coming of age movie. Wow, well, well, Robocop, the original. 
It is. He comes of age as a robot. Yeah. And then he is like the remake now. And then in Robocop 2, he's like, where's it made? <laughs> then in Robocop 3, he fights ninjas. He's flying around. Woo! Ninjas. Um, but as you know, G, you missed out on story time last week because yeah, I got I myself did. a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I saw that. Well, you heard it. Yeah. Well, I've got a second sort of uh, project on the way. Oh, God. I know, I know. So it's already set up as a media player, and it's brilliant as that. Uh-huh. Um, but I've ordered a second uh, SD card for oh, it. Exciting. I know. And I'm going to make it into a retro gaming emulator. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, oh, I know. Amazing. <laughs> so, but how cool is that, it's right? You just pull... I know. Listen, listen. You can just pull one SD card out, right? Stick another one in, and suddenly it's a whole new computer. Like how good 14 is... or something. I would also like to take the opportunity to say, Stuart, you are building PCs by hand now. I know. You have developed I I... an incredible... I, mean, I must say, this is kind of an impressive level of expertise in terms of the technical elements that go into a computer. It is, it is. Well, I built my own PC gaming rig, kind of. I know, and that took some knowledge. That took some time. With some skill. help. Some help. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And my point there, is you fell into my trap beautifully, ha! is when Chinny last week was talking about how there are technical aspects involved in building a gaming PC. Ah! So ah, ah. Right. And when you, and you are now looking at computers from this... I'm all right. It's okay, Duchess. Uh, she's looking in the window. I thought you were sick. What are you yelling about? You are looking at things from a perspective that is different from that of the console gamer. Because I agree with you, Stu, that – and I totally derailed what you were talking about. Sorry. But I that it's a lot easier to run games on a PC now than it was 10 years ago. But it's not as easy as you make it sound. And Chinny has some hesitation about it, and I don't blame him because he's right. But, but wait. wait. I, I, could, well, well, listen, and I never said – PC gaming is just as hard as it was 10 years ago. I was playing PC games 13 years no, ago. Well, no, the point is that he's though. mad that you're not willing to play them now, Jenny. That's what I love. It's not that. No, no, yeah, you are. Play them now. I've, I've got Prison Architect. No, no yeah. I totally disagree because, right, and the reason is if you've got a fairly decent rig, the, the amount of work you have to do to get PC games running is absolutely minimal. It's as easy as doing it on the console. You just click a button no, and the game starts. it's not as on the console. I'm sorry, Stu. It is. I play PC games all the time now. I barely play my console. I can't help that you've got a bloody Mac Mini and you have to faff around with it. My PC rig doesn't have any of those issues. Stuart, fine. Then, it, then the choices are spend 700 quid on a top-end gaming rig, which... In one year, you will have to start doing that faffing about because they're going to be releasing games that require even better ga- uh, rigs. But on a console, none of that's an issue. If a game comes out and says Xbox One, you put it in, you press play, end of list. End of list. Right. I'll tell you what then, right? I've had my gaming rig for over 18 months Boom. now. So it's, it's more than a year. Not burnt, son. Right? Yeah. 18 months. I'm getting watchdogs on Tuesday, and I will put you a wager on 10 whole British pounds that I will start that game and have no Not issues Max with settings, it. though. Wait, wait, wait. No, I haven't mentioned anything about Max settings. You need I said to define what you mean by no issues, because I dare say if you spend 20 minutes fine-tuning stuff, you'll be like, I had no issues. I won't spend 20 minutes. All I'll do is set it to 1080p, and then I'll start the game, okay. and that'll be it. Yeah, but this, we have to go on the honor system here, right? Um, if you have to spend more than 10 minutes doing stuff, 
to get back. Doing what, though? What am I going like, to do? You know, I'm like, stop. Just and the game uh, just the shadows and turning off the bloom and messing yeah. with I'm not going to adjust anything. I'll just do the standard settings that my um, thing recommends. We have the to do the honor system. Thing. You can't yeah, just, like, pull and just go, oh, no, I had no problems, and then your wife walks in. He was on that for two days trying to get it work. <laughs> oh, I, it'll just run. I, I will guarantee it'll just run. Oh, by the oh, way, um, that bet, but boring. I don't know if I trust you to be like, well, I actually didn't have to do it. Guess what? I have my special guest back this week. Who's that? Ah, uh, we got Jimmy. Jimmy's back. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy. Take us away from this discussion. Jimmy. Jimmy. No, but seriously, though, no, Jimmy. No, seriously. Right. Just going back. Seriously. To seriously. Yes. Seriously. What I will do. Right. I will because I can record it. I will record it from the minute I start doing it. From the minute you press play. From the minute I yeah, press play. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I can do it, I can start recording it as soon as the game boots up. Let's so see. from the minute the right. game boots up, I'm bored already. Let's, let's talk to Jimmy because he's more interested. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, let's Jimmy, talk to Jimmy. Jimmy, do you want to be on the show for like uh, another minute again? Do you want to do, yeah, let's do this. All right, I'm going to put the headset to you. You're on the show. Here we go. Here we go. This is you. Go. Hey. Hello, Jimmy. Hi. Hi. How are you? Welcome, Jimmy. Yay. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Look, every every podcast should have a Jimmy. That's what I say. It's true. It's true. So, what Jimmy. Playing, Jimmy. Yeah, what are you playing? I'm playing Gears of War 3. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up a minute. How old been are you? We've been through this, Stu. It's fine. We've not been through it with him personally. That's okay. How do you like it, Jimmy? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 18. <laughs> 19, you liar. You don't sound 19, Jimmy. Yeah, you definitely don't sound 19. Are you sure? Are you very are old you, for are your you, age? Yeah, are you old enough to drink alcohol? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> are you drunk right now, Jimmy? Yeah, have you been eating wine gums? Have you been down the pub? Yeah. <laughs> so what, which uh, which character do you like on Gears of War 3? Um, Griffin. Oh, uh, he's a good character. He even knows, he even knows the character. Are you good? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Are you good? Some name. Are you good? What about, uh, Jim, what else have you been playing today? Um, what else has, has Uncle Mike been letting you play that he shouldn't have been? Call of Duty Ghost. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. And, and how was that? Was he good? Yeah. What, what are the maps like? Are they good maps? Um... I can't remember most of the names. That's I like... want all the names now, Jim. Yeah, yeah all of them. Random off. Come on, let's hear it. Ask Jimmy the nine times nine time table. Yep. Yeah, what's a nine times table right. then? Nine times one, nine. Nine times two, eighteen. Nine times <laughs> three. No, that's incorrect. Nine times two is seventeen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you liar. It's nine times. Oh, nine times three. Nine times Twenty-seven. Nine times four. Oh, that was quick. Thirty-six. Nine times five. Four five. Nine times six. Pitch four. Nine times seven. <laughs> nine times eight. Sorry, I'm using my controller. Nine times nine. <laughs> nine seven. times ten. What? No. Nine times ten. No, I can't hear what you're saying. Nine times ten. Nine times ten. Ninety. Do you know what? Yay! You win the bonus round. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> The Daily Mail has got it wrong because gaming improves cognitive skills. I mean, yes. look at that, man. Well done, How Jimmy. How good was that? See? Like math, right, then. Right, you on the show too much. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, he's being like chucked off. Get out of here. Oh, bless right. him. Now do my work!
<laughs> Have you got him cleaning your bedroom? Uh-huh. No, he's, he's doing my actual work work. He's editing videos. Like, like, is he? You know what I mean? God, he's a the boy of many Edit colors. more! Make media! <laughs> yeah. I told you, so, yeah. Jimmy! Please. Stop it! Now! Sorry, I just got to... Oh, poor lad. You know I mean? Have you got him in like a little sackcloth? You know, like a slave? That's it, yeah. Are you going to send him up a chimney? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. So... Jim, Jim, that chimney needs... Us. Uh, cleaning. <laughs> Get up there. Um, so, Duke, Duke, yes. as as you weren't on last week, I'm sure you've been playing plenty of games for the last two I weeks. I have so. playing plenty of games, actually. So what have, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? Well, I've been playing some Rust because there right. are certain servers that I've found that are awesome because they start you out with an M4, and that's pretty cool. So it's sort of like Call of Duty-ish. But... The problem is that a lot of them have C4, and you can set up a base, and but then people come in and take all your stuff and destroy your base, and that's no cool. So we were trying to find – Defoe and I were doing this for a while, but then I think he got bored. So uh, I tried to find some servers that don't have C4 but do have gun kits, and I found one that was perfect because they had gun kits, but – you know, no C4, and you start off with a lot of metal stuff. And I made this cool tower. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And then the next day I logged back in and my tower was gone. And I was like, what the hell? Where'd my tower go? And, like, nobody was answering. And I'm like, this is weird. Why did y'all take my tower away? Because I had built this other house that was one level, one floor, and that was still there. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why did – Yeah, but that, that's because it wasn't sticking up in the middle of the map like a penis. But why is it a problem that I have a tower? Well, it isn't, but you see, a tower draws more attention than a one-level. They don't give a shit about one-level balloons because, you know, not much work's gone into that. Right, but if it's somebody who came in looking to hurt my, to take down my tower, how would they do it? There's no C4. Well, maybe they have vinegar. Maybe. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm like, what? And somebody would go through and destroy the entire thing? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me that you would go through and just wipe out a whole tower. I, I don't get it. Whatever. Uh, people anyway. do weird shit, don't they? I guess. I don't know. We've, how much weird stuff have you seen in Rust in general? I know, but but I don't. it just doesn't make sense to me. Because it was a perfect map for me, or a perfect server. Because I had this silenced uh, bolt-action rifle, and I was up in my tower just, like, sniping at people. It was awesome. It was like, yeah, I built a tower near the hangar, and people were going running around the hangar. And I'd be like, pew, pew, sniping them out. And they'd be like, where's that coming from? I'm like, ah. And then they'd figure out where I was, and they'd shoot back. And you wonder why they took it down. <clears throat> yeah, and you wonder. But if, if it's the admins, then they should be like, stop sniping or whatever. But it's not. That would make no sense. You would do, you and if would it's do not admins, gun, how do people have the ability to just wipe away my tower? That doesn't make sense either. Because that's what admins do, because you, you were the lone gunman in the top of the tower, sniping hey, everybody Stuart, around. This server is designed to be everybody shoots everybody. Why would they mind that I'm up in a tower? Because they thought you had an unfair advantage. Unfair advantage? Really? With all the hacking that goes on in Rust, they're going to worry that me in a tower is unfair? Look, people just get stuff like that all the time, don't they? If I heard from an admin, this is why we took your tower down, I'd be fine. But that's not what happened, so I'm just left... Maybe you killed an admin. Yeah, maybe you did. But then he would be like, ban me. Ban me then. Why why just... It doesn't make sense. Anyway, whatever. Because then he'd be able to be like... Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, now he's I'm going to try to find another 
Rust server that has limited C4 because I think those are my favorite because I don't have to worry about once I make a base, I don't have to worry about people messing with me, but whatever. Anyway, um, Anywho. as you may Anywho. have seen on the Twitter, I went back into The Last of Us. I actually did play some. No. Yes, yes I did kind of see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were just whinging is what I saw. Well, I played it for another hour and a half and like my evening was ruined. Oh god. And and I think I really I mean I'm going to give it another shot. Like I'm a third of the way through. I'm going to make it halfway through. Cuz I looked at a walk through there's 12 chapters. I've made it through 4. So, I'm a third of the way through and I'm going to keep going until I'm halfway through. But I got to tell you, if the gameplay continues to be this frustrating, and I'm not seeing this magical, amazing character bond story thing develop. I'm going to switch to just watching it on the internet. So wait, just let me ask you this. Are you, are you stealthing it most of the way? I'm trying to. Are you playing it? I'm trying to. Are you using your bottles to distract the zombie things and I then using... Yeah, using the is it grenades or molotovs? I can't remember what I used to use. Well, I'm trying to use every tool I have, but you know what? This may just come down to it's not my kind of game because I've only ever got four bullets. It's on the easiest settings, and I'm still constantly getting my face eaten off by the clickers, and it's just infuriating yeah. because I'll pick up a club and I'll be like, okay, finally I have a melee weapon, and then two hits later the club shatters and I'm back to punching them, and punching clickers does nothing, as you know. It's just infuriating. I I don't want to be in that headspace. See, what I remember doing a lot of was using bottles or bricks to distract them, to get them clumped together in one space and use a Molotov on them to sort of kill them all in one go. That's what I did a lot of. I tried using the tin cans. Thinking about it. Yeah, you might be right, Duke. Because it is a tense game. (laughs) It's a very tense game. And you don't look feeling tense. And, and, you know... (sighs) The other thing is that, uh, it's yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm really trying. Like, I don't want to take away from it, but, you know, I don't know if the experience of playing it is going to be worth it for me. And it may be for other people. And I'm not saying the story's bad because I'm not, I don't really know if I have a sense of the story at all even yet, which is weird because I figure a third of the way through the game, I would have a sense of the story, but I don't. So what what bit are you up to? What's happened? Uh, Where just, are you up to? Sorry, I guess we should say spoilers for the last. Well, I mean, it's just giving us an indication have, of where hey, you, you are. You can get whatever you want. Warning. I'm going to give away. So um, there was. We went looking for a car battery, and then it was gone. And then we went looking for a dude, and he would hung himself. And then we got the battery from his. It's in his truck. So now we're going to roll it and try to start it. Ah, uh, yeah, that was quite good fun. Still like spoilers that. for The Last of Us. If you, spoilers, yeah, it is spoilers, definitely spoilers. spoilers. Um, is that the gay guy? No, I don't think he's gay. There's a gay guy in it. I remember pushing the car down the road. I remember that bit. There's a guy the in it, and he, you don't think he's gay because, like, you know, he, you know, he just he doesn't really mention it, but he was he was gay, and the guy who hung himself was his boyfriend. Uh, I guess that's because he was talking about his partner, and I, I I didn't realize it was like partner. I thought it was just his partner. Yeah. yeah. You see, I I remember the human enemies being more frustrating than the clickers. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah, um, yeah, whatever. I, like I said, uh, I keep playing it a little more, but I'm not feeling the love that everybody said I would. This, and this is my worry, Duke. This is my worry with you playing it so sporadically as you are. 
Right. Is that like if you step away from a game for a while, especially one where the the controls aren't as obvious, like as, as a Call of Duty, you might forget them and then get frustrated with them when you come yeah, back. Yeah, and that was part of it at the start. Like I did feel like I was getting a better sense of it as I went, but even when I did, like you know, it just it felt like there was too much that it was throwing at me. And every time I get to a new location, there's new weapons, there's new this, there's new that, there's new things I have to try to figure out. And meanwhile, I'm still trying to avoid getting my face eaten off, and I don't feel like the new tools I'm getting are significantly aiding me in that way. So I just felt like it was complexity on top of frustration rather than complexity aiding to alleviate the frustration. Is it is it a crossbow or a bow and arrow that you get as bow and arrow? Yeah, you see that was really because you could pick the arrows back up once you'd use them. I never used a bow and arrow. I thought it was dumb. I use it all the time, especially with the humans. Don't tell Duke to use the bow and arrow when you. It's only your opinion that it's good. No, whatever. That's fine. It's it's a helpful piece of idea, I suppose. Same. It's the point is at the end of the day, having two arrows isn't a big help over having two bullets because in both instances. I'm frustrated by the lack of ammo because I'm not that accurate. And I turned on snap aiming and it's still frustrating. So like I said, you know, I'm not ready to say this game sucks because it doesn't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's not my type of thing. It might not be for you. It might just not be. Sadly. 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 At least you're playing it. But at least you're you're giving it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Six months after I got it from Gamefly. So another game that is sadly not for me, and I actually think this is because it's not a very good game, is Planet Explorers, which I was sick yesterday, and I go, I'm feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to get a new game. Because that that helps us feel better when we're sick, right? Maybe it's a placebo effect. And uh, not in this case, it wasn't. So I said, okay, you know what? There are some games that I put on my wish list that I think might be... um, the next step in the mining, crafting game evolution type thing, right? right. And Planet Explorers yeah, yeah. looks like it might be that game because it's got a story and it's got you know different elements in it, and you're you're dealing with other characters. You've crash landed on this planet, and it might be pretty cool. And it's oh, it's ambitious. But it's first of all, it's third person, and there's no reason for it to be third person. And the reason it's bad that it's third person is because it's really unclear when you fight a monster where your attack is going to land on that monster. And when you're mining, it, there's this blue circle that indicates where you're, you're going to mine. But it, it, you, you nudge the mouse a little tiny bit, and suddenly you're mining behind yourself. And it's just not designed very well. And, you know, it's early access, so I grant that maybe there will be updates that will make it better. But right now, it's basically unplayable because, you know, you crash land on the planet and then you drag this person. Oh, I need a doctor. So you take him over to where the other ship landed. And it's like, she needs a doctor. And he's like, all right, I'll heal her. Here's a med pack for you, for your help. And blah, blah, blah. Go find this dude. He's out near where this meteor crashed. And so you go out to where the meteor crashed. And he goes, in this meteor you know, this this crash, you know, this meteor uh, crater, uh, there's copper, there's tin, there's iron. Get me 20 of each. And so I go in, I start mining, and I get 30 iron right away and, like, two copper. So I keep mining, and I get 100 more iron and, like, five copper. And I'm like, this is taking forever. I'm getting all this iron and no copper. And meanwhile, I'm supposed to get tin, and there's none of that around anywhere, and there's no indication of what ore might be where. 
You know how in Skyrim, when you see a gold ore vein, it'll look gold, and it'll say gold ore vein. And in Minecraft, even, when you find some iron, it, this is a special kind of brick, right? Yeah. yeah. Not in this yeah. game. It's all just stuff. And it's easy to like mine down to a point where you're stuck in a little, you know, hole in the ground, and and it's all very. I mean, you know, it's not Minecraft is very blocky, so you can tell. Okay, I need to take a block out of here to my right in order to jump up and then get out, right? But this game doesn't work like that. It's all very fluid and smooth. But the downside of that is it's very hard to tell how you're supposed to get out of a hole in the ground or whatever. So I must say it's not worth the money right now, and it, I'm not I'm not confident that it ever will be. So I would say stay away, Planet Explorers people. I'm just having a look at the user reviews on Steam, and there is just one negative that I've found so yeah, far. Out of hundreds, of, hundreds of positive it. reviews. Yeah, that's part of why I bought it. It's because and some people have played like. 200 and odd hours, 190 odd hours. And it's possible that if I stuck with it, I would, you know, make it past the hump or something. Let's not forget, you didn't like uh, Minecraft when you first played it. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is. I mean, these guys are loving it. There's, I can't find a negative review. I know. And it shows I, you I, what a weird guy do kiss. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it does. I mean, and some of these people have put a lot of hours in, so it's not just random people who are just going, yeah, it's great. No, I know, but but it is people who invested money, and I, I think that to an extent, a lot of people who you know, and I, I I don't know, maybe I didn't, maybe I leaped before I looked enough or something. I don't know. I probably should have watched a playthrough or something before. That's probably the takeaway from this is you know we have, we live in an age when you don't have to go based on only on reviews from other people. You can watch a playthrough and see if it's you know the kind of thing you're looking for. So so are you playing the story mode then? Is that I what you're playing? Yep. Yeah, everyone's saying the story's quite cool in this. The story's I mean, fine. There's nothing wrong with the story. Let's get them on the podcast then, Stu. No, look, I can only go off. There's like hundreds of positive reviews here. That's all I'm well, going I'm going off Duke. I know. I know. I know. But anyway. That's, that's, well, that's, <laughs> that's opinions, isn't one it? La- one other game that I'm not so into, and then I'll get to two that I have been enjoying. Oh, oh, wait, I was going to say, yeah. you're not going to just talk about games you hate. Right, you i got to say bad things about, and then some... Oh god! I like a lot. So um, the last one that I, I got to give a thumbs down to is Ring Runner. Uh, I got this real cheap, so there's no buyer's remorse here. I I got the money right. I paid for it. Um, but it's oh, how to describe it? It's sort of a it's kind of FTL ish in a way, in that it's but it's not a roguelike. So you, you're you're a guy in a ship, but it's just in the same way that FTL is. You're always in the ship, right? And, and you don't huh, get out yeah. on planets or anything. So that's that's why this is like FTL. But you don't control the little guys in your ship. It's just you and your ship. But here's the problem. And so the idea is you're you're moving around on a you know on, on a certain part of this galaxy, and you're in a map, and and you you have to get you know shoot other ships and salvage space trash and stuff like that and it's fine and actually it's pretty cool i was really liking it until i decided that i hated the control mechanism because let's say you were going to play um uh what's the game on the xbox 360 arcade by bizarre creations geometry wars geometry wars thank you suppose you're going to play geometry wars with a mouse and a keyboard right right and suppose you had to move with your keyboard you would imagine you could move with w a s and d right that's how a lot of the wasda right but imagine instead if you had to aim with your mouse and you could only use w in other words if you're moving up and you want to slow down 
you have you can press space to just bring yourself to a stop but if you want to go left you have to aim left and then push mm-hmm. w so you can only move like in a diagonal mm-hmm. and then it's just it's a clunky way of moving a ship and there's no reason for it again you should be able to do wasd but you can't and it's just like ah, i don't understand this game why do they design it like this ah. yeah that sounds like a control issue with the rebel walls it really is and uh, Again, like I think it's more frustrating because so much of the rest of the game is really cool. And there's this dumb part where you're in this ship and you have to fight by grabbing some space garbage and then flinging it toward your enemy, which is fun. I mean, that's it's a little annoying to not have an actual gun, but whatever. It is what it is. The problem is you don't get to hold the space garbage as long as you want. You, you press the button to pull it toward you, and then after one second, whether you're ready or not, it will launch the space garbage in whatever direction you're pointing so you have to master this weird technique of pulling it toward you while you're swiveling toward your enemy and then release it and it's just dumb it's like why why is it like that yeah it does sound clunky it's pretty clunky um all right moving on positive Uh, positive yeah Yeah, positive force i'll give you some positive more Uh, negative than that was top of the paid charts and again Hundreds of positive reviews, and it's called Black B L E K. Oh yes, I've seen. Did you see that? And it I have seen. Funky. I haven't played like, it. Hey, I've that's and the reviews were all like, if aliens ever reach us, then this will be evidence that we speak their language and stuff like that. And I downloaded it, and the idea is this. Okay, so you're looking at your screen, and there's two black dots on the screen, and then there's three blue circles between you know the the black dots are between the three blue circles right and then what you have to do is you have to draw something that will connect those blue things but not touch the black dots and the the twist is as soon as you touch one of the blue dots your line will start looping all right so you can't just you know you would think you just draw a little squiggle right up around the black dots and you just okay no sweat but you can't do that because as soon as you touch the first blue one your line turns into a looping little animation and it goes whizzling off the screen that's right i made up a word whizzling whizzling that's a good word yeah yeah it's good but it's it's it it becomes not well how am i going to figure this out but more instead you just flail your finger on the screen and hope that the bizarre little twisty thing you've made somehow grabs all three of the blue circles. And, okay. and again, it's like, what, what, why is this like this? It could be a cool game in some other respect, but they made it this limited, frustrating thing, and like, nah! Nah! So I would say stay nah. away from Black, even though it was only a dollar. I'm glad I only spent a dollar on it, because it's not a great game. So... God. All right, on to some more positive. Positive, positive. Uh, yeah, positive. Jade Empire. Positive. I said I wanted an RPG, so I said, "Hey, Bioware." I had bought Jade Empire a long time ago. I think it was during the last Steam sale, and it was real cheap. And I said, "Hey, Bioware knows what they're doing." Jade Empire. Okay, I'll give this a whirl, and it's generally pretty good. It's a Bioware game. It's from that time period when they were transitioning from uh, top down, or you know, the the sort of I don't know what do you call it, three quarters view isometric i guess you call it right because mm-hmm, baldur's mm-hmm, gate yep. and baldur's gate 2 and icewind dale and all those those were uh biowares back in the day games right indeed you do yeah yep. so do. this game moves in a different direction and it's more about the 
you know, it, it, it is first person or it's third person, I suppose. But it's, you know, it's got the dialogue trees. And it, I mean, I guess Baldur's Gate had those. But whatever. Anyway, it's a good game. Uh, the weirdest thing is, Chini, you played this, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you said you played this at one No, time. I didn't okay. play it. I, I, uh, I remember it coming out and I, I remember wanting to play it, but no. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's good, but you gotta gotta step, take a step back and like put your expectations back in like I don't know two thousand and one or whenever it came out. Two thousand five, April twelfth, two thousand five. Yeah. So it's just weird because you know you're doing the standard Bioware thing of going into the cave and confronting your spirit essence and you've got a destiny and all the rest of it, and then suddenly, dude, you're with goes oh. These are mechanical flying machines. We can use them to get around easier. <laughs> and suddenly, it's a top-down like shooting game, two D scrolling shooting yeah. game. And it's cool. like what? And it's like you're just pushing buttons. It's like 1942, the game. You know what I mean? Like you're in a plane, and you're like shooting other planes. Do 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 do. It like, sounds awesome. Suddenly, it's our type for no reason. Like what? Sweet. It's really weird. You go up, you're suddenly back on the ground. Like, well, this thing's not going to fly anymore. Good thing we're near the capital now. <laughs> it doesn't have like fighting mechanics as well. Like, it does have fighting mechanics, and which were originally frustrating to me. But then I kind of figured out how they worked. And I'm like, hey, I think I get the hang of this now. So that was an example of a fighting system that was confusing. But then I stuck with it because I do have some patience sometimes. Um, and... Uh, only sometimes. Only sometimes. And uh, I stuck with it and got got it sorted, so that was cool. Who do How does it hold up graphically? Graphically, it's not great. Um, it's hard to, you know... They, okay, here's the thing that's stupid. When you're fighting, like, three people, you have to use the scroll wheel to choose who you're fighting. And so, it, it's... And it's very, like... it's It, it moves very quickly between people. So... I'll be fighting a person, and then someone else will get close to me, and I'll want to switch to that person. But instead, I'll be like choosing the person that's furthest away, and I'm like, no, I don't want to attack that guy. And it's got a dodging mechanic, which is good, um, but it's not as solid as it should be, and yada yada yada, blah 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 blah. Um, I actually played some more. Uh, speaking of Bioware, I played some more of the Old Republic, the Star Wars MMO. No, yeah, that I All did right. play, play. No, no. Knights of the Old Republic. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. This is the no, this MMO. MMO though. But I'm here's the thing. You remember in Spaceballs when uh, at one point Lord Helmet's with his friend in the desert and he's like, let's move out. And the guy goes, preparing to move out. And he goes, what are you preparing? You're always preparing. Just go. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what MMOs are like. Every <laughs> time you start up, it goes, checking for patches, updating files, reorganizing data. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just start the game. I spent the whole day yesterday getting this thing ready to go and then i had five minutes to play it and now i've got an hour and i'm like let's play and it goes reorganizing data 30 percent done i'm like no stop it god that, i'll tell you what that pc gaming's a pain in the I'm ass i'm saying though it's just mmos though to be fair it's not all games <laughs> it is but it is mmos and it, it's every mmo i've ever played never winter uh lord of the rings online they all do it and it's really dumb i Home mean maybe games do it well, some normal games do it too, but anyway, whatever. Um, and then the last game I have to talk about is also an iOS game, and I think I've talked about it before, but I need to sing its praises some more because I am not bored or dissatisfied with it. In fact, the more I play it, the more I love it. It's called oh. Smash Hit. You remember I talked yeah, about Yeah, I'll tell you what. 
Millie will be kicking your ass on that. Oh, she probably will be because I'm not good at it, but I love it. It's so satisfying. Yeah, Millie plays remember, it. Okay, here's what it is. You're, it's a, you're on rails, and you're moving through this weird Tron-like environment, and every once in a while you have glass pyramids, and you got glass sheets of glass, and, if you th- and you have these little steel spheres that you throw. If you throw a sphere at a glass pyramid, you get three more spheres. You throw it at a glass panel, and it shatters into a million pieces. And it's really satisfying because you throw it in. So if, if you're in the UK, what he means is ball bearings. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what you get. <laughs> ball bearings. Um, so but yes, yeah, so Millie. There's a free version. You can play it as much as you want for free, but you, can only, you won't get very far because it won't save checkpoints. So you got to keep starting over at the beginning every time. But it's yeah, worth well, it to get the paid version because I'm. Millie is playing the free version and she's got all the way to the, to the last level with no checkpoints or anything. That's impressive. And it's, the last level is infinite. So when you get to the very final level, it just goes on until you die. So there isn't any more levels. It just keeps on going and going and going. Well, how about that? And she's, she's scored, I think it's about 12,700 or something That's like that. Impressive. Oh, yeah. No, she's number one on, that, on my, uh, my leaderboard by a long way. Uh, against all the friends that are playing it, so you know, uh, she she keeps it up. You know, she keeps on getting the highest scores on everything. She's got the highest scores on Flappy Bird again now. She's got 148 on there, which beats Chinny again. Oh, well, yeah. Let's see if I can beat it, it by the end of the show. You have a go. 148. She's got at the moment. Right. So. It has been thrown down. Challenge accepted. I love I love Millie on iOS because she has the highest scores for everything on there. And um, yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's a she's a bloody beast when it comes to if she gets her hooks into a game, you know, something that really sort of gets her, then she just plays it until she's an expert. Yes. It fascinates me. Fascinates me. She's she's no good at super hexagon anymore though. Oh, huh. Yeah, she can still get like 100 seconds plus, but she's nothing like she was when she got 300 and odd seconds. You know, uh-huh. she, she was a beast at that point. Um, have you heard him? Turn it down. Turn the bloody noise down on that thing. Yeah. So anything like else from you, video games while we were podcasting. I know, yeah. Anything else from you, Juke? That's that it. Me? Well, while Ginny's trying to beat Millie Score, I'll do my bits and get them out of the Go way. Um, so... I talked about the Dreadout demo, and I thought, do you know what? The, the reviews for this are pretty good, the user reviews, so I'll give it another go. Jesus, I can't believe I forgot to talk about Hearthstone. Sorry. I know, yeah, well, we'll come to that, because I go was ahead. bringing that up anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Bring that up anyway. uh, so, Dreadout, yes. Um, yeah, do you know, I had another go. I thought, I'll give it a bit more time, and I'm, it's, it doesn't, or appears, well, first of all, when I loaded it up again, it was in korean or something oh. or indonesian the native language and i couldn't figure out You're how to change it back to then. yeah english exactly <laughs> yeah so that happened first of all i it doesn't appear it's a third person game but doesn't appear to have controller support which is a bit shit really third person games just do not work very well on keyboard and mouse uh-huh. they just don't they just don't so that's all clunky um, it has some kind of cool-ish stuff going on because you have to look through your camera phone to see stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to see. So there's stuff there, but unless you're looking through your camera phone, you can't see it. Yeah. So it's a bit like Fatal Frame, I guess, in that right. respect. Um, and there's like there was a bit where I had to get through to another level, and the way that you get through to another level is by looking at the wall, and then suddenly there's a hole in the wall that wasn't there. Unless you're looking through the camera. There's a hole in the wall, dear. A hole in the wall. And if you walk through, you just then ping through to the other side of the wall. And when you turn around, there's no hole there. It's called Dreadout. 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 But 
I gave it more time, but even then I just wasn't feeling it. I mean, it has got some creepy vibes going on. You know, there's some, there is a bit of element of creepiness to it, you know, and weird Japanese-looking girls with school uniforms on just staring at you. Read so. out, developed by Digital Happiness. Yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling Platform. it. I just wasn't Microsoft feeling Windows, it. OS, X, yeah. and Linux. And then Jason Golohar uh, suggested a iOS game called Kiwanuka. So I was like, I you know, it was one pound. I know, yeah, one pound fifty. So I thought, do you know what? I'll give it a whirl. It might be good. It might be good. And it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now I believe by all accounts it's quite short, but it's it's got it's like Moses crossed with lemmings. Moses. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> like parting the Red Sea. Kinda. What do you mean, Moses? No. Well. The, the main characters you're playing as has a staff. Okay. Okay, and the staff sort of has lightning coming out of it. So it's Gandalf. Kind of, but you've got to leave. I don't, leave. I don't, I don't, I don't no. think, think Moses had lightning coming out of his staff. <laughs> he might not have done, but, but you have to <laughs> and lead And then Moses the said, you shall not pass! You have to lead the people to get to the end of the oh, level. Okay. So wherever you, Moses, okay. Yeah, wherever you point your lightning, that's where they go. Yes. But then it has like interesting mechanics. So, for instance, if you pull up on the staff, you get a line of line. And when you let go, they build a tower. Nice. So the people build a tower. Then you can use them as a bridge to cross over to another part of the level to get to the exit point. And you can also swing the bridge and it attaches to an underside of something else. So you can walk to the end and drop down to the level underneath from there. Yeah. But it's quite cool. It looks nice. It's, it's got a really interesting soundtrack. It's very psychedelic. You know, and it's kind of it was kind of soothing somehow. You know, when you're playing something, it's quite easy to play, and you don't have to think yeah, too like the much last about of us. it. Yeah, like <laughs> the last of us. Uh, but you just—I don't know—it's just cool. I just like it, and I'm uh, so good recommendation from Jason there. I kind of liked it. Uh, but the the only criticisms I've seen so far is that it's quite short. It's got 30 levels, and it doesn't take you that long to get to the end. But like we've said before, it's sometimes it is quality over quantity, isn't it? You know, it's not all about. You know that. Um, I have been playing another game, which I've been meaning to play for a while, and I and I've played this on the Wii previously. Oh my <laughs> god! I know, playing on the Wii, uh, which is Typing of the Dead Overkill. Oh yeah, that game's awesome. It's brilliant. It's, brilliant. it's just oh, I can't get over how good it is. Yeah, it is. It does a terrible job of teaching you how to play it. Yeah, you just fun. type the word, right? No, well, no, what not quite. Because I do. It doesn't tell you how you get the health packs and the extra yeah, it and stuff that's like true, that. That's true, that's true. And I had what to look online to health? See. No, you just got to press the tab key. Uh, yeah, it automatically... But it doesn't anything, tell you. Anything you can pick up on the screen, like, it'll pick it up when you press the tab key. But that's kind Yeah, of, but it doesn't oh, tell you. It doesn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. Some of the phrases are just ridiculous. Yeah. And some of them, you're, like, typing, like, six or seven words, right? You're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to do this. Um, but it's great. I mean, I've got to say, it's it's just I've forgotten how funny it is. Yeah. Just the dialogue and the way it's delivered. You know, it really is like a real. It's like a piss take of a Tarantino film. Yeah. You know, and it's just good. I'm just really well impressed with it, and I'm like, I'm going to play this to the end because I just think it's so funny. And like I say, I I didn't I couldn't get the because um, I had a gun attachment, you know, for the for the Wii. Yeah. And I never quite got it working properly you know that it was synced up properly to the screen and it was pointing in the right direction and all that sort of stuff so it never kind of worked properly yeah. 
Uh, but on the like using the typing thing is just a stroke. Even my wife could play this because she's quite a good typist. You know what I mean? My wife. So I was saying to her today, I'd love to see you playing it and see how well you did. You know, because she can type quite quickly. Yeah. But I've, I've, the trouble is because I'm not a touch typist. I'm looking down at the keyboard yeah. and I'm missing the action on the screen because I'm looking what I, you know where I'm typing. Yeah. But I did all right. I've, I've got like extreme typer and stuff like that. And I've, I've been averaging sort of ninety four percent on accuracy. So that's not too terrible, is it? No. But I do find myself dying quite a lot because I just can't type. And obviously because I couldn't figure out how to pick the health up. Right. So I've, so I've died quite a few times. But I'm guessing now I know how to pick health up. I'll and it's just such an over-the-top game. Like, it's just ridiculous how it's like, I'm going eat your brain for breakfast. And it's just like the dialogue, like, you fucking motherfucking yeah. fucker. Stop <laughs> it's it's I know, I know. I'm just giving the example from the game. Uh, but some of the dialogue is just hilarious. And like I say, some of the phrases, I'm trying to think of some of the phrases I got when I was doing There was something like sticky pink or something like that. You know, like hilarious. really lewd <laughs> comments, you know, like lewd things to type that really don't have any business being typed by anybody. Uh, but it's good. That's good. Um, I did finally get around to playing some gun, you know, because Duke said it was so cool. Yeah, and uh, I said it was great back in the day, but it, it doesn't hold up. It definitely doesn't hold up. I always said it I mean, didn't hold up. It definitely doesn't hold up. Did I say it? Like, I don't know, I'm in the middle for it. Says, Do you know what, you know what I find go. amazing? What's that? Because I played, I played a bit of Mafia 2 after this. Right? Oh, what a game. I know, I know. Both on the same platform, both the same hardware, but Gun just looks like a PS2 game. Very similar, if I'm being honest. It was honest, a PS2 game. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Very similar to Deadly Premonition, right? In, in, in a lot of way, the textures look and things like that. Um, again, controller support, right? You'd expect it to work with a controller because it was a 360 game and all that sort of stuff. Half of the controller works. So you can walk forwards and strafe side to side, but you can't actually look anywhere. <laughs> so the other stick just doesn't work. So it's it's a bit crap like that. So again, it was a third person game on keyboard and mouse, which is really difficult anyway. Hmm. And I just found it a bit frustrating, really. But I can I can kind of see it. It had promise in the ta- you know at the time it was made. Yeah. But but I'm just struggling with the controls more than anything because on keyboard and mouse it's just not that intuitive and it just it feels very like the mouse is over sensitive and you can't alter the sensitive settings or anything. Mm, that's weak. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just not good on that that sort of scale. But I, I was kind of getting used to the sensitivity in a mouse, so I was getting a little bit better. Um, but I don't know. I might give it another go. I kind of liked it, but you can tell it's an old game. It does feel like a very old game. Um, and then the my favorite thing I played this week, and I played and finished it in, well, two sittings it was. Yeah. Two sittings. Uh, was the Whistleblower DLC for Outca- uh, Outlast, even not Outcast, but Outlast. Um, basically, it's kind of interesting. I kind of liked what they did. Oh, I beg to differ that it's kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting because it's it starts before the main game, mm. happens during the game, main game, and finishes after the main game. Hmm, that is so interesting. It's, it's it's kind of like a parallel story that's Hallelujah. going on at the same time. Yeah, but is the story of Outlast something that people are interested in? Well, yeah, it's quite good. I, I kind of like the story. I thought it was quite Just, cool, apart from shit good. itself. Yeah. It was, it was interesting what they did with it. But this fills in a lot of the blanks, so I was kind of impressed. So basically this is about the guy who alerts the 
uh, journalist who comes to investigate. Mm-hmm. So it's his kind of separate story and what happened to him after he blew the whistle, as it were. That's why it's called Whistleblower. It's called Whistleblower. But it ha- this game takes gratuity about as far as it can go. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it really, really does. It really does. There was... I can't remember the last time I played a game where I actually didn't want to watch what was happening. Oh, that's a bad sign. Um, but there was a part of this particular game where I was physically cringing at what was going on on screen. That's the last time I did that was uh, Heavy Rain, and not because it was gross. <laughs> no. Heavy Rain. No. Um, but yeah, there was a moment where I, I was physically like, oh my God, that is terrible what's happening. That is really bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. I mean, there was plenty of tension. It's, it's, it's much of the same, you know, so don't be expecting... A massive amount of difference, but it was about sort of four hours, three to four hours long. Yeah. And it was a good little separate storyline and it was well done. And for five ninety nine, yeah. it's not a big investment to play it. And it's it just fleshes out the story really. And I, that's why I kinda liked it, because it it's rather than being anything majorly different, you know, it just fleshes out. I mean there are some criticisms. The main one being and it's similar to the original game as well, sometimes you're not sure where the hell you have to go next because there's no indication of where to go and and some of the level you you kind of have to work out where to go by getting killed repeatedly until you work out the path that's not good no that's how i felt it's not last of us yeah it's not always intuitive yeah there was parts of the last of us that were similar to that no i agree with you so you've got to kind of because there's certain sections where you're being chased and you'd sometimes come to a dead end and then you have to get killed and then get chased again and try a different route to find the right way out so that's that's my main criticism, but it does look great. I mean, I've got to say, it's a really good looking game, and I've been uh, really impressed with it, really. So I could definitely recommend the Whistleblower if you liked Outlast, then you'll definitely like this. Um, I, I wasn't quite as scared though, you know. I think still, you know, it, it does wear off. It does wear off, but as far as good game design goes, it's it's pretty good apart from the getting lost thing. So they just, I don't know. I, I think I can understand why they didn't give you pointers because the, the whole thing with the game is immersion so they wouldn't want to give you like a pointer to tell you where to go because you see they can get away with it in alien isolation because you have the the thing showing you where to go Mm. you know like the tracker thing yeah whereas in this game it would just feel out of place to have pointers somewhere so i couldn't understand why they did it because there's barely barely anything there's nothing on the hood there's no real hood to speak of yeah you know so that's that's kind of cool so I do like the way they do it, because it does make you feel totally immersed in the game. Yeah. Uh, voice acting was good, you know. So. Is there a lot of voice acting sure. in it? Quite a bit. Yeah, there is quite a bit of voice acting in it. Mm. And and a new baddie. So a new baddie, that, you know, and there's some interesting baddies in it, yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. It's good, I can totally recommend it. And then Hearthstone was the last thing I played this week, really. Yeah, I finally got that downloaded. You did? Yeah. And we, had, we had a game? We yeah. had a game? We had two. And it was, I beat you and you beat me. Two. I beat you and you beat me. And then I played Epic Scotsman and he thrashed me. So oh, yeah. here's the thing. The main difference between Magic the Gathering and this game? <laughs> Nothing. Hey, there's no difference at all. It's the same there goddamn is. game. It, there's a massive difference. What's the difference? 
The biggest difference is it's not as bloody complex for a start. Right, it's a little less complex, but... And then the, the second biggest played. difference is... Yeah, but the other biggest difference is in, in Magic the Gathering, to get mana, you have to get land cards to play. Mana, yeah, not mana. Play... Whatever, mana, mana. Right, but in this game, look, yes, you're right, but the, the only difference is, in this game, the mana system is just done with those crystals, and you get one of those each round. For Magic, yeah. you generally get a mana card each round. So it's, yeah, it's but, the same basic idea, only they've made it simpler, which is fine. Yeah, they have. And I think, I think that's the biggest difference, is the simplification, because I, I still now don't understand Magic the Gathering. I hear you. And I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that this is a lot like Magic, but here's the thing. I stopped playing Magic because I realized it's like 85% luck, and I think this game is also 85% luck. Yeah, it, do, it does depend on what cards you get dealt. Yeah. But there is, I think there is some skill in, in putting your pack together to try and you know, increase the odds. Right. But I, I don't know. It's just so frustrating when you're playing a game and you, you could use it if you had good cards, but you don't. And you just sit there getting pummeled. And it's like, okay, I'm getting pummeled. There's nothing I can do about it. It's, I think what, what I find the most fascinating, like with Epic Scotsman, at one point he had six life left and I had 20. Yeah, and you're like, I'm going to beat this guy now. And then he comes yeah, and then nowhere he, and yeah, he, bah, bah, bah. he dealt two amazing cards and I'd like took 14 off me with one go. Bang. Yeah. And then that was that. I was done. I was done for. There was nothing I could do. Yep. Because I'd run out of cards and I had nothing to play. <laughs> Uh, and so I like it though I still think it's quite good but I do agree with you I think you've got to invest a bit of money to get good enough to play well you know to get a, a decent that. enough deck I know I'm just saying but, but look right we, we all go on about free to play games and stuff but ultimately at the end of the day even if you have to invest like say five pounds to get some decent cards that's not a huge investment is it all I'm saying is if it's free to play it ought to be free to play yeah, but they're not really free to play, are they? That's the whole point of these well, games. I haven't played for just... it. Yeah, exactly. But if they were genuinely free to play, they are. I haven't paid a penny. Make any it's money, pay to win. They? That's the problem. It's not. If it it's were pay to not. play, that would... I win matches. It's, it's not. Whatever. It's I'm not. It's not pay to win. I'm gonna bother playing. It's, it. not. <laughs> it's it. not. No, I don't disagree. Um, I, I agree with Chinny. It's it's not pay to win, but but paying does help your decks because it's still random what you get. So you might not necessarily get the stuff you need. So you could pay twenty quid and not get what you need. Yeah, you probably depending on who you're playing as. So. Anyway, Chinny, what have you been playing? Uh, video games. Oh, well done, Epic Scotsman, by the way. <laughs> too bloody, too nilly beat me. Damn him. Damn. I have been playing Call of Duty Ghosts. With Jim? Oh yeah, with with little Jimmy. No, not with Jimmy. Um, so playing. No, J- Jimmy has been playing Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, but not with you. I see. Not with me. He's I been guess. playing more Call of Duty Ghosts. Is he good? Does he kick ass? Is he getting your level up? Call of Duty Ghosts. Jim? Oh, noobs. He's all right. He's good at gears though. I've been watching him play gears. He's really good at it. He's ace at gears. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I've been playing more Call of Duty Ghosts online. I have been playing what else? Halo Wars, of course. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. Um but the uh the biggest game I play really is GTA Online. Oh, oh snap. I'm back in. So you're you're the one. 
No, uh, I beg to differ there. <laughs> I was joking. It was many, a joke. Many people play this game. Um, Absolutely they do. But yeah, I'd, um, the re- the reason I am playing this game is because, because um, my good friend Marsh uh, works in London. But when he's back, I um, play video games with him. He's got an X-Bone now. So he's too good for me. Mm. Too good for me, right? And he's like, whatever. But so the only game that we can play together these days is GTA Online. So we play some GTA Online, and then you forget how much fun it is. It's a pretty good game. It's damn great. So we've been doing the missions. Um, you know, anything that's sort of one, two player or four player sort of stuff. So yeah, it's like co-op awesome. missions. Yeah, and uh, they're good. They're good. We did try a heist because the capture heists are in now. I didn't know they're in now. Cool. Yeah, but not the not the proper hoists because uh, there's some hoists coming um, that you can um, you know basically in your apartment you have like a room with a laptop and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. That, well, that's where you're going to be planning your hoists. Okay. And they're they're like full co-op missions. You know what I mean? Like four player yeah. against the AI. These ones are like capture the flag. Well, yeah, they're sort of like capture the flag. So we went to a bank. And we got there first, and then we shot the people there, and we was holding off at the door, and someone threw a grenade in, um, and then we dropped all the money. And then somebody went in, got all the money, like the enemy team, got all the money, came out the bank, and dropped all it, it all there. So I ran past the entrance, got in a car, and drove it back, and we won. So that was cool. Um, and just doing just doing random things, like um, picking up cars. I picked up a limo with a helicopter. You know, there's a helicopter right. with a grapple hook on it. And I was pretending that I was a, a limo service delivery person to people that didn't want limos. Um, <laughs> so I would draw, I would fly to random people and drop a limo on their head and say, limo service! <laughs> um, with my friend uh, Matt, who uh, I haven't spoke about Matt, not Matt, um, who I work with. This is a different Matt. Um, uh, an old friend from uni, and uh, he play, he's of rank 109 or whatever, so he knows the game oh. very well. And I'm like ranked. I, I ranked up quite a lot, actually. Uh, I ranked up about 10, 10, 10 ranks. So, yeah, and I've got quite a lot of money. And he knows all the missions where you can get good money for for short missions and stuff. So I've been doing a few of those, and that's yeah, good. It's good. Uh, what else did I do randomly? There's there's other things where like you know, um, just put just plonking. I, I went bounty hunting hunting. You know, when people got bounties on them, um, I was pretending that I was dog the bounty hunter. Nice. Right. Um, so I would. We, Matt has got access to the biggest plane, you know, like the big cargo plane in the game. So I got in that, and then I would find a bounty and kamikaze uh, into the bounty. Fun. It does sound. I mean, I don't know what it was really. I, I mean, I soon got rid of it while it was still worth a bit of cash. So that's why, another, I, you know, I didn't really hang. Another on to weird it. thing that happens because I'm my my character online is a girl, right? Um, I tried to make it look like Tara, but it didn't really work. Um, and also, every time you get shot, it sort of scabs up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so you get shot on the back, and it'll turn into like a big weird lump for a while, for about a day, and then it goes away. And I must have got shot in the face because I've got like this horrible scab on my face. Um, but yeah, so this weird thing that happened was I had a bounty on my head for seven grand. This guy came, and it was this. It was about a ten-minute chase. You know, and I was just trying to lose him, trying to lose him, couldn't do it, and he ended on the beach. I flipped over my car, and it rolled on the beach, and I got out, and I, I landed in the water, 
got out in the water, swam towards the shore, and he just had a shotgun ready for me as I was God. swimming towards the shore, shot me, killed me. And then when I came back, I spawned right next to them. And this person, because the bounty was off me then, so it doesn't matter. Right. So this person gave me a lift back to where we were. Um, yeah. And then started robbing stores uh, with me and giving me all the money for it. Not nice. even half, all of it. And then started giving me loads of stuff because I think he thought I was a girl. <laughs> hey, Bernie. Well, you know, whatever. And then uh, the advantage of being a female in an online then game. It got a bit weird because he took me back to his garage. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And then started. I doing was going to get weird. Started doing a gesture. Um, because I have cyber just, sex with you, dude. And then I quickly got out the garage, and then he changed me for a while. But then I got away. Uh, I think he gave up. No means no. Um, so yeah. So it's it's full of all sorts of people. Uh, but no, it's good. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's just I. You play it and you you go bloody hell. Like why why don't I play this? Because it's so weird and random and funny and it's just craziness that happens in there in the game. So. Yeah, it's good. You see, in in some respects, it's not that dissimilar to Rust, I guess. In that, in that. Sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's it's people, isn't it, that makes the yeah people doing weird random but, stuff. Well, in, in Rust, I mean, you've got nothing but like you know. Well, you have got stuff. There is stuff in there, but GTA, it's more of a simulation world, and and you know, it's it's more I don't know, more of a playground, I guess, than. than it is, but what I guess uh, I, I guess it comes back down to what makes it interesting is what human beings do as opposed yeah. to anything yeah, else. Yeah, but, but like the missions are good as well, you know. Like yeah. the missions are cool, you know, stealing the truck and getting it back and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, I've been playing GTA Online, playing a bit of that. So nothing new, nothing, nothing new. Um, I did forget to say, by the way, Ginny, uh, I have booked our hotel. Oh, good. Yeah, I've done the Beaver again because it was just Chris, MJW is too good for the Beaver now. I know, I believe so. I believe so. Whatever. It's Verbal all right. Rob, Verbal Rob's too good for the Beaver. Yeah, it's walking distance, though. So Verbal Rob doesn't stay in anywhere less than two star. I know. I know, I believe so. But it's all right. But, but we fine. got a Eurogamer. I think we got to buy him, like, you know. Like, what did I. Um, got to buy him something like. What, Rob? Yeah, it's just like treat him like a princess or something. He's a big pansy boy. You need to. What do you need to get him then? Some. Um, what about some. Some gloves so he doesn't have to actually physically. Or maybe touch. like throw rose petals wherever he walks. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Yeah. Is this good, good enough for you? Um, so is he is he becoming a new diva then? Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe he needs like I don't know mineral water taken you know, from the Himalayas. This time last year he wasn't on a podcast. Now he's on the boss wave. He, he just. Yeah, he thinks he's someone. He thinks he's somebody now. That's what he, he does. He's bring you he back does, there. He's someone now. Yeah, bloody prima donna now. <laughs> Look who's fancy. Exactly. So yeah, you exactly. booked the beaver. Good, good, good. Yes, I booked the beaver. Um, it's about fifty quid each. About fifty quid. It's a bit all right. It's all right. Right. So, so you buy me a meal this this year? Well, for we haven't had no bet. No, well, I bought one last year. And yeah, but you owed me that. I didn't owe you shit. You did owe it me for freaking Mirror's Edge too. No, I didn't know it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one saying you need to be honest, Stu. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that all being said, I guess we should do some news shit. Do 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 do. Putting news first. So, what's in the news? Steam what's enables happening? home sharing. Who cares? 
Yeah, I'm going to try this out, though, with my wife's crappy laptop and see if it works. Okay. Valve, she's got like... shut up, you don't know what the story is yet. Valve enables in-home streaming. I do know what the story is. This says on Valve all week. Hey, look at this. Well, I don't, because I don't care. Um, so I learned. <laughs> so listen while I read it. So listen while I read it. Valve enables in-home streaming on Steam, letting users with multiple PCs on the same network play installed games on any machine. This allows users with high-powered gaming machines to stream titles to less-powered living room machines or laptops with minimal effort. Users can begin streaming by logging into the same account on both computers, allowing them to remotely install, launch, and play games through... um, as though you were sitting uh, at the remote PC. Whatever. You can stream from one good PC... And play it from that game to the bad PC. So yeah, there you go. I think this. What's the matter with? It? I think this is really good. What's the matter with? There's it? nothing wrong with it. I just I don't care at all. Yeah, but if you like, I've got my wife's little crappy laptop. Here comes right? Why I'm I just, need to care? Go ahead. No, I'm, no, I just, <laughs> I just wire it to the TV in the living room. I can sit in there and play me PC games. So I don't have to sit in the conservatory to play them. Okay. Why is that not a good thing? Sure, go for it. I'm not. I don't. Because then it's. It's enabling that console experience without having to have a console. Sorry, Duke, if it doesn't apply to your palace. Uh, yeah, Duke. Duke. apply to my palace. Uh, Talking to prima donnas. No, Duke. I think it's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is That's a good fine. thing. I mean, more power to him. I just... I, I, whatever. It doesn't affect you because you don't use it. It me at all. No. Yeah, and because you've only got one PC that you play games a on. good PC. So. Uh, Xbox One system update rolls out. Yes, the latest Xbone uh, system update is now available to download. The update, uh, which has been... I know this is Duke's favourite news story. Update. Is, um, is. Has been update. available to those signed up to Xbox One. Update preview programme for the past few adds fixes and features to the console. Uh, one of the major changes in addition to the volume slider. Come on. Uh, volume slider. Woohoo! Jesus Christ, these adverts. Don't shut up, don't they? Um, I know, yeah. Um, which enables users to decide how to volume slide. This will enable players... Oh, God, what? This will enable players to more easily... Easily run. run. That's like, really bad grammar, isn't it? it, it to, like Netflix or Amazon instant video alongside games without in-game sound becoming a distraction. Other changes include uh, uh, modifying system update process, whereas before the get system update option... I don't know. What is this update? Freak knows. Yeah. Uh, the update also addresses issues that would cause party chat to be quiet unless the party app was snapped. What? What? Additionally, it addresses issues where game DVR, DVR clips may have been recorded without audio. This sounds like the most boring update ever. When you talk, when your headline is fixes snapping in party chat and volume slider, then you're struggling. So, nope, next. Boring. Boring. Go on next. What else? Valve again. Oh yeah, rumor mill. The rumor mill. Rumor mill. Uh, Valve quote uh, uh, working on Half Life Three, Left 4 Dead Three. Uh, um, look, looks great. Claimed Counter Strike creator uh, Min Lee discusses his first-hand experiences with the yet to be announced sequels. Counter Strike creator Min Guzman Lee claims to have. First-hand knowledge that Valve is working on Half-Life 3 and Left 4 Dead 3. Um, speaking with something or other, he suggested at this point it is common knowledge that Valve is working on sequels. He has also seen Half-Life 3 concept art. I don't think I can talk uh, about that, to be honest, but I think it's kind of a public knowledge that people 
and people know uh, that it's being worked on. And if I were to say that, yeah, I've seen some images, like some concept art of it, that wouldn't be big news, to be honest. Well, yeah, we're in it on here, so it is. And do you know what's kind of funny about this? They make it sound like Valve working on Half-Life 3 claims Counter-Strike creator. And then he's like, actually, I mean, we can. They we probably kind of are, because, yeah. you know. Yeah, and uh, we kind of guessed that. Yeah. And then they're like making it into yeah, big news. Right. He's saying, right. It's not big news. <laughs> that's not something Valve would do. You can totally see Valve doing that, can't you? Yeah. Uh, oh, God, for sure. No, I'm just saying that's basically what the news story is. This guy going, you know, Valve's probably working on it. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely yeah. being worked on. We know that. When we're going to see Let's it. Let's talk about a game that I'll give a that might get me to buy an Xbox One. Well, what, what, what? Yeah, there is a game. Might not actually give a shit about Half-Life 3? I don't care about that. Um, you liar. Yeah, but it's so far in the future, it's like, oh, we're going to live on Mars soon. So I'm, I ain't going to get excited about living on Mars, nor am I going to get excited about Half-Life 3, because they're be both Mars, 50 to 100 years away. Um, yeah, but something that isn't... 50 to 100 years away. In fact, it's coming out October 21st, which might be the same day that I buy an Xbox One because of this game. It is 2K's Evolve. Yeah, it does look good. Uh, Yes, it's coming out for the Xbox and PS4 and PC for those very clever PC gamers that have to install drivers. Um, The drivers that will be released for the PC version are so complicated that you have to get a map and a treasure hunt. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Consumers who pre-ordered the game are from participating retailers will receive monster expansion packs. Monster, monster. Which includes the the Salvage Goliath skin at launch and a new monster character post-launch. Select retailers will also be offering the Exterminator Weapon Skin Pack or Instant Hunter Pack as pre-order bonuses uh, blending cooperative and competitive multiplayer experience uh, as a team of four hunters face off in a single player controlled monster uh, on an alien planet in the distant future Evolve is the latest game from Turtle Rock Studios creator of Left 4 Dead it will launch with multiple monsters hunters game modes um, uh, more than a dozen maps now, what I've got to say at this point is this might be the game that gets me back into multiplayer. This again. might be the Gears of War of uh, the new generation. This is, I think it this is the be. game that I really want to play. And I can't because it's on a next-gen system, but I really want to play it. So, therefore, if we have games on the next-gen system that I can't play, what do people like me do, Stu? Buy a new gen system. There you go. Yeah. You're listening, developers. It's not hard. Um, yeah, the developer doesn't necessarily care if you buy a new game system or not. They just want to sell their game. All right. Well, pu- yeah, but pu- you can't pu- play it unless you buy the system. Well, no. I'm saying though, it's it's the question of what's good for the developer versus what's good for the game machine company. Well, all right. Are you listening, Microsoft and Sony? Then yeah, this exactly. is what you need to do because uh, um, there's no point in me getting a. An Xbox or PS4, uh, you know, if uh, no, you know, if what? What's coming out? That's uh, like Watchdogs. Watchdogs. It's not everything. Xbox so, ain't got games. Xbox it ain't got games. So yeah, um, I've, I've watched some gameplay of this because I, I've been hearing a lot about Evolve, and I was like, yeah, you know, it sounds really good, and Left 4 Dead's great, obviously. But I watched the video on IGN, and I was just like blown away. It does look brilliant. Couldn't it? believe how 
Do you know what's interesting? It it might be called Evolve, but it also feels like an evolution in video games. Yeah, in right, heard of this. Well. What kind of game is it? Yeah, basically, so you got um, it, it's like Left 4 Dead. So you got four people, right? But right. instead of hordes of zombies, you have right. one big monster, and that oh. monster is also controlled by a real person. So the we have five. So, sort of, but look, it's kind of kind of monster hunter. Yeah, monster hunter with a but real person. But the person, a real person's controlling the monster. The yeah, other catch is, um, so yeah, you, you play as different classes naturally. You know, the four people have different classes, and the monster can evolve. So the more, as soon as the game starts, the monster has to sort of look for animals because there's other wildlife in the in the in the map. Uh, so it has to look for animals, eat, and and find cover because at the at the start it's really weak. But you can level up the monster. So the more you eat, and the more sort of kills you get or attacks you do, yeah, the, stay out of trouble. The, the more sort of uh, yeah, you, you know, you build up your XP, and then physically the monster changes. It like evolves and it looks meaner and bigger, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's cool. Another cool thing that I saw in the gameplay is one of the human players, right? through this battle arena dome at it and you have to pin it with it and what it basically does it, it just puts him in this artificial dome like a cage that the monster can't get out of for like a minute mm. so the monster can't escape for a minute out of this massive dome and the humans just batter it as much as they can and it also gives a chance if the humans are a bit scattered time to regroup again to attack there it again go. and and also and like there's there's plants and wildlife that eat people like, eat the players as well because yep. um, I think a big problem with this game was balance, you know, because people said, you know, how can you balance a game? If you're a huge fuck-off monster, it would be easy to kill four people. So they've scaled that down, but, it, you know, it, it evolves. But also, the, so the humans are quite powerful at the start, but the monster's really powerful at the end. So that's a good way of looking at it. So the monster sort of has to hide at the start of the game, um, mm. whereas the humans have to find it as soon as possible. But the longer they leave it, the, the stronger the monster gets, therefore the worse off the humans get i think this game sounds fucking amazing it does and, it, and each game i mean the game that it showed lasted about 20 it's minutes and it was quite a long time oh man it just looks great i really really will get drawn in by this game this could be the one that just goes right i gotta get gotta get a new console for this this I mean, I must admit, having watched it in that in action, this feels like a next gen game. It does. It does because you know, Watch Dogs is out uh, at the moment, or is, it's coming out. Is it out or is it out? Mm. No, it's coming out on Tuesday. Tuesday, you know, and like it looks great and everything. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that it doesn't, and I'm sure it will be good and it's Ubisoft and fine. However, there's you know, it's something about it being released across all platforms that puts me off a little bit. That sort of waters it down a little bit. Um, and for me, it just isn't enough. You know, I'll just oh, maybe I'll just play it on the 360 if it's good enough. And I don't know. I just feel and and it's also like another open world game, like Infamous, you know, or you know, or GTA or uh, Crackdown or Saints Row, you know, with with a with a twist of electric electric hacking. But Evolve, even though it's Left 4 Dead ish, it's still different enough for me to start to get interested. You know what I mean? There's nothing else out there like Evolve. Yeah, it's true. Um, so that's what gets me excited. Yeah, and I think I think it's going to be good. I, you know, because Turtle Rock, they've made some good stuff. You know, know like Left 4 Dead was great. Do they know what to do? So they know the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried. I must admit, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Going to be good. Going good. So what else? Uh, Anything else? I'll tell you what's not going to be good. 
No, it's probably going to be shit. Uh, Night Trap, the rape game, is coming back. What? No, it's not. Uh, the notorious Mega CD title Night Trap will be re-released in the oh future. God, what are they thinking? James Royley, uh, who holds uh, the rights to the game, told the closed Night Trap Facebook community the news earlier today. The community uh, has been trying to persuade Riley to re-release a remastered version of the game or sell the rights to somebody else that will. In hope that they will play an improved version or better quality video no longer affected the heavy compression used in the mid-90s FMV games. I appreciate on your ongoing interest, Riley replies, uh, replies uh, but please understand, I do plan to re-release that, Jeff, uh, because I'm running out of money and I need fucking money! Um... What else did he say? I don't know. He's coming out. Who gives a shit? Do we give a shit? Yes. No, really. Oh, still play I, I did play this. I have played this game. You'll still play it. It's terrible. Of course it's terrible. It was terrible. Because it was it was the one and only... Actually, had two games. It was one of the only two games my brother had on his Mega CD. Yeah. It was, it was pretty crap. Yeah. You were just like some pervy camera controller. That's the whole thing. That's the whole game. Pervy camera control. It is. That's all it was. You just sort of... And you had to... Because you did that for work, Stu. Why would you want to play games? Oh, yeah. Hooded <laughs> minions from coming through the windows by keep checking all the different cameras. That was that was the game. That was it. That's all you did. Ridiculous. So what else sucks? Yeah, what else sucks? Job losses. I know, yeah. Job losses at Rare, confirmed by Microsoft. Microsoft decided to change our development process. Um, Microsoft has confirmed that the UK... Kind of development rare has suffered job losses and a downsizing which reportedly includes some senior staff. Although it's not yet to reveal, uh, reveal exactly how many jobs have been axed at the studio, the publisher has issued a statement to press explaining that the redundancies are part of a larger strategy of reorganisation. At Xbox, uh, our goal is to constantly create new fun, social and interactive entertainment experiences. The statement reads, as part of Rare's commitment to the goal, um, we have made a decision uh, to change our development process and methodology at Rare to best support our future projects. Uh, this may lead us to reviewing the skills and the makeup of our development teams in our business. Rare continues to invest in our people and our future projects. CVG has reported you know, that both Gavin Price and Sarah uh, guys, Rare. Um, do, you know what? I, do you know what I feel sorry the most for Rare is? Because... You can see Microsoft at the beginning when they first brought out Connect going, and we've got this thing, it's going to be brilliant, everyone will have one. And then when we bring out the Xbox One, everybody will have one. So, you know, you're all secure, don't worry. And then, oh, by the way, you know that Connect thing that you've been working on for the last three years? Yeah, we're kind of getting out of that. You know, we're not, we're not going to put it in the box anymore. So we're, we're just going to have to lose a few people, you know, be fine. Well, yeah, it's, um, it's, unfortunately it's all part of business, but it sucks. Um, yeah, I don't. You know what? This is something I was thinking when y'all were talking about all this Connect stuff last week. Mike, I feel bad that Microsoft is, you know, sort of turning their back on Connect in a way because it, it was the thing that was going to make their console different, right? But that was a dumb thing to build your individuality of your console around. So, you know, as they say, when you've taken the wrong path, a step backwards is a step in the right direction. That's kind of what Microsoft is doing now. Do you, know, do you know what, though? To a certain extent, at least Microsoft are able to do that, whereas Nintendo are a bit stuck. Yeah, that's true. I agree. 
you know, because Nintendo did this huge sod-off controller yep. with a screen on that before we're going to be the either differentiator, which it is, but it just kind of had the opposite effect and put people off. But there's no way they can sort of go back on that now. Theirs is a bigger issue than what Microsoft have. Yeah. You know, at least it'll work without it, you know, whereas, you know, the Wii U screwed without one of those. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? But, yeah, I do feel sorry for her because they've been around for a long, long time. Yeah, well, the people there, some of the people there have all moved on, aren't they? Like, different studios and... Yeah, and they've made some decent games, you know. Yeah, Yeah, but maybe, maybe, look, now they've scrapped Kinect, they'll say to Rare, like, oh, make a good game again. Maybe. You know, Viva Piñata was good. I mean, make a good game before that. Like a real good game, yeah. you know. Like yeah, they do need to make cool something game. great, but but I don't think they've been given the chance, though, have they? Mm. Because it's it's all been about connect, hasn't it? Like you you lot can do this because you're good at it, so you work on this. I said and now that's mm. Mm, now that's kind of half gone. I don't know what they're gonna do really because they've they've kind of got out of mainstream game making, haven't they? Apart from connect stuff. Should we do no, the ten things? Do not, 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 not. Yeah, let's let's test Duke's knowledge of Skyrim. Ooh, my knowledge of Skyrim. Yeah. Ten things so you don't open not it up. know about Skyrim. Are you yeah, taking my word it. for it? If I do or do not know these things, or how's this? Well, we're going to see if you know or not. Okay. So you tell us if you knew or if you didn't. Right. Uh, it's a video. yeah. I do that. No, no, no. Uh, it's underneath. The body points underneath. Um. So I'll try and turn this into sort of a, like a question. Okay, that'll be interesting. Let's do this. What big... Um, oh, that's good, that's good, I like it. What big uh, TV series did Bethesda turn down to work on Skyrim? TV series? Like a massive TV series. As a game. As a, as a, as a game. They could have worked on... made a game out of that TV series? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, yeah. but, like, yeah. but uh, I think uh, at the time, it wasn't really known... Oh, Game of Thrones. Um. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. That's interesting. I mean, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I'm just kidding. I did not know that. Hello? Yeah, I'm, yeah Hello? we're still here. I did not know that. Okay. Well, I'm trying to read. Stu, stall Duke while I read this thing. Yeah, the second one. I don't know, I don't know what that means. I yeah. knew the second one. Are you looking? No, no I'm not. Even, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, it's basically it says, I'll just say it what elements of previous Elder Scrolls titles the development team decided to expound upon or leave behind I don't know uh, no, no uh, that's it like it doesn't that's it it's a bit of a weird one that's a weird one it's a dumb one it doesn't make sense um, yeah that's interesting now the next one's interesting isn't it uh, uh, um, yeah, you can't really turn this into a question. Yeah, you can, you can, you can. Well, then do it. What, here we go. What what language was the game's main theme recorded in by a choir? Dovahkiin language. That's it. It was. It was indeed. Dovahkiin. Dovahkiin. Uh, How many people designed 150 dungeons? 10,000 people. Realistically. I don't know. 200. Eight. Really? Wow, that's I can do the next one in a question if you want. Go on then. Uh, how was a superfan honoured uh, by Bethesda when he died of cancer? Made him a character. They did? They made, they made him a I character in the before. game. 
So I did actually know that one. What okay. are some of the Easter eggs in Skyrim? Uh, what do they know. refer to? Commonly. What do they commonly refer to? I don't know. What? Um, other Elder Scrolls titles. Oh, okay. Um, are those Easter eggs or is that just like lore showing its face, man? Well, he's kind of saying how Skyrim's best Easter eggs are actually about the Elder Scrolls titles. Uh-huh. Um, the voice actor for one of the voices for as a dragon is also a voice for a very, very popular video game character. There you go. I didn't know that. Mario? Yes. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Really? It's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh... uh so what what feature uh, is available on PC uh, but was cut in other versions of the game? Modding? Nope. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that you can kill children. Well, not in the vanilla game, you can't. No, you can you can enable it. Though it was available and can be enabled apparently okay. in the PC version, but obviously it was cut from the others. Or come mm, from the game okay. in general. Um, mm. Oh, I never knew that. You can. What's what that? can you see from um, the game's world map? That could be burning at the time. Uh, dragon, dragon souls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did know that. I saw it actually one time. Just I heard about that and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta see that in action." And then I saw it in action and I was like, "Ooh, that's that thing I heard about." I don't know what the last one means. Yeah. I don't know, Drogo's appearance, some weird quirks about the Drogo's appearance. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, um, it might be referring to the eyes, which are always on fire. Uh, yeah. It's not very well written, that article, is it? It's, no, it's the worst. It's about, it's it's about as good as this podcast. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit shit. Uh, there's one that you should, I'll, I'll click on one you should definitely mention, because I, I think that's a bit crazy. Yeah, What's, it is crazy that Among the Sleep releases on the 29th of March. I know that's cool. Wow, I'll be looking out for that. No, but that that wasn't the one. Uh, no. <laughs> um, Telltale's Walking Dead writer lands uh, the Star Wars film job. So that's yeah. good for him. Uh, former games journalist turned writer Gary Witter. Would you say that Witter? Yeah, it's Gary Witter. Uh, yeah. Will pen the script of the 2016's standalone Star Wars film. Uh, uh, Witter began his career writing for PC Gamer in the UK before processing onto the script such as uh, scripting films such as The Book of Eli and After Earth. He also Ooh, well, that was a great film, wasn't it? After Earth, Book of Eli was alright though. Uh, yeah, After Earth was shit. Yes, well, you know what can you do? You had to let it go, dude. And I am Night Shyamalan um, with a twist. So uh, he's also written Wait, After Earth was M Night Shyamalan. It was indeed. Oh, wow, I don't know that. With a twist. Yeah, well, but he was shit. With a twist. Uh, you also written three of Telltale's Walking Dead episodes. Season one, uh, uh, fourth slice of round every corner, uh, 400 days. Uh, and season two is all that remains. In 2016, uh, the 2016 Star Wars movie is expected to focus on a specific and popular character from the Star Wars canon. Han Solo or Boba Fett uh, being rumoured. Uh, and be separate from the ongoing Star Wars sequels. Uh, a number of these standalone films are planned uh, to be inter- 
interspersed uh, between the Star Wars episodes. So there you go. Yeah, it's quite. I mean, it is kind of cool. It's that, a good story. Uh, it's of, a good journey that it has. It is a good story that a video game writer who started off at sort of PC gamer in the UK has progressed to become a writer. He's obviously for a very good writer. Very good what he it does. Is. Well, the first episode of The Walking Dead was good. The, by the way, Duke, have you played episode? Two? I haven't. No, I, I didn't even realize it was out until I heard someone mention it, and then I was like, oh, I gotta play it. And then I haven't. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You said it was it disappointing. Good. No, not disappointing. I said it felt a bit of a filler. But it's 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 obviously revving up to something big happening in the next episode. I gotcha. So it's it's a good lead up to what's to come. Okay. It felt more like a link, you know, like a link, a link episode. To the past. No, a link to the future. A link to both. Right. A link to both. When is the new Star yeah, no, Wars film coming out? Next year. Don't know. Twenty sixteen. No, that's the standalone one. Oh, the, the episode, new one. I have no idea. Another one. Episode no idea seven. Seven. Don't know. No idea. They released the poster for it. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen all that shit. That's very good. Um, I think that's kind of about it for news, is it? There's not a, there's not a whole lot else to talk about, really. Yes, that is it. Um, but what I did do, you know, just to give us something to talk about towards the end of the show, uh, I did put up uh, any questions for, that, for tonight's podcast on the Facebooks. Yeah. And as always, these are always, these are always very popular. We get a lot of responses to these. So... Are you ready for our questions this week? Are these these, uh, uh, egg timer topics? Mm, Kind of, I guess. Uh Uh-oh. I guess I kind of. You know what that means. Here we go. Egg, 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 egg timer topics. Now, I have to say, some of these are kind of repeat questions as you know as ones that we've been asked before so we might not want to spend three minutes on all of them all right no worries because we do get sometimes asked questions and people don't remember that we've been asked before because obviously you know we we talk a lot um so the first one's from richard yeah richard rick churchman and he said uh what's your favorite console mine's the snes yeah we talked about this a million times we, we we've done this a few times but you know we'll quickly answer it again so chinny yeah, Chidi. Uh Xbox 360. And mine was Xbox 360. So there you go, that was fairly easily done. Yeah. Okay, this one's next one, so that we'll not spend three minutes on that because, you know, it kind of is what it is. And the, and the reason that, you know, we've, we've talked about this, but I, I'm guessing it's because it was all our first real next-gen experience after PS2 and all that kind of stuff. That's is that right? System. Uh, I, Pete, asks, it's pretty unanimous that Sony won E3 last year. Who do you think will win this year? Sony. Mm. Yeah, probably Sony. You know, I'm not so sure. Yeah, hey, why not? I'm not so sure. I think I think that Sony is expected to win and should win but... because they've, they've kind of got the advantage to a certain extent, haven't they, with everything that's gone on in the last couple of months. But... I also feel like it's an opportunity for Microsoft and Xbox One to kind of bounce back. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I think if they've got an ace hidden up the sleeve that they can pull out, there's no reason that they can't kind of bring it around, you know, a, you know, like a full uh, 180 from, from all the negative uh, People just don't like Microsoft as a company, I think. I think the masses prefer PlayStation. Microsoft have never been cool, have they, really? No, but you know what? I think if they ever had an opportunity to kind of bring it back, this is it. 
you know, they've they've got to get this year's E3 right. And I think, you know, if they pull out some games that no one knows about that look bloody amazing, you know, or something new that no one's thought of or, or even rumoured about, I think they've got a chance. Mm. I'm yeah. sort of turning yeah, it They've got a chance, yeah, but I just think uh, people sort of tend to sway towards, uh, yeah. The, uh, uh, but I guess as well, it's a question... It's a question that they need to do it as well, don't they, really? Oh, yeah, they need to, but whether they will. They've just never been cool. They're not a cool company. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We feel, I mean, with Phil Spencer in place, they've got a yeah, chance. I, I think they've yeah, got I a agree. chance. Yeah, they have a chance. They've got the Phil they've Spencer. They've got everything set in motion. They get it that people like games. They couldn't connect. They have every chance. But people tend not to like Microsoft. But the other thing you've got to consider as well, now that they've sort of removed Connect as a sort of feature, well, not as a feature because it's still going to be there, but as a standard feature, they're not really going to spend that much time on it, are you, would have thought. They're not going to spend time promoting something that no longer comes in the box as an as a automatic thing, are they? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Well, they're not, are they? Because what is the point of them harping on about something that they've removed from the box or given an option to buy without? I think they'll concentrate on games and, and maybe give us stuff we just don't know about. And I don't know. I think they've got a chance. I, I agree. I think Sony is expected to come out on top. But I think they've got a chance. And I think Nintendo, sadly, are still going to struggle. You know, Unless I don't, Nintendo I don't, announces a new console, I don't think they're going anywhere. But even if they do that, that's not going to be anytime soon, is it? Eh, we'll see. It could. I mean, you know, momentum for companies is a weird thing. No, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree, but I don't know. Mario Kart's gonna help, you know, because that, Mario, look that cool. just drives me crazy. I mean, not even crazy. It just yeah, it drives you crazy. Drives like. me crazy. I didn't mean that, but it just seems so weird to me that people be like Mario Kart. Like, it's really people make fun of Call of Duty. Yeah, but it's a fun game. You can't beat Mario. It's a fun Kart, game, but it's just Call of Duty's a fun game, and you can beat the horn on the screen of your controller. Yeah. Uh-huh. What more do you want? That's a pretty amazing thing. It is. That's a way of using that feature. Exactly. It's nearly as good as that touchpad on the PS4 controller. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, You see, you could do that with that easily, couldn't you? You could press that and make it into a horn. Brilliant. Um, But I don't know. I I think there's a chance, but we'll see. It's not be too long to find out, will it, really? Uh, Okay, moving on. David Tripney, he says, uh, do you think the excitement for GTA Online has vanished pretty quickly, flashing the pan? Obviously not, if Chinny's still playing it. Yeah, but he's not a massive measure of people in general, is he? It's What's that? What's the question? He's a massive person. What? Not huge body-wise. He's, he's kind of saying... Do you persona think, is massive. He's saying, do you Talk. think GTA Online has vanished more quickly than you would have expected? Nope, because I'm still on it. <laughs> yeah, but you're not a massive example of people. That's yeah, you're not, you don't represent everybody, do you? Yes. <laughs> I represent. I think I think there's still a, a definitely a, an element of the hardcore players still playing it, as Chini will testify to. Yeah, but I don't. If you, think if you liked GTA Online, and then you sort of stop playing it, play it again. It's worth playing. Yeah, but it's not in the realms of a Battlefield or Call of Duty, is it? It doesn't matter. It's still a good game. How many people do you know, know. playing Call of Duty in Battlefield? Really. Loads of people. There's always someone bloody playing it. Oh, well, you can say exactly the same thing about GTA Online. No, you can't. You can. I, I don't know anyone. Oh, because you don't know anyone. Shut up. Playing it. <laughs> I know. I know four people 
that are playing Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, four people. Which is more than the one person I know who's playing GTA Online. Yeah, but it's still someone playing it. I guess. I don't. I think it's vanished more quickly than I thought it would have done. Yeah. I thought it would have. I thought there'd have been like everyone you. Although I don't see it, I guess anymore. But Ginny, you could tell me when you boot up your 360, is there loads of people playing GTA Online when you see? At least one. Out of what a hundred on your people list, people are playing Xbox One. To be honest, I know that's the trouble, yeah, isn't well, it? See? Mm. Maybe that is the trouble. Maybe that is the trouble. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, David, for that. Uh, Amar Parvez, friend of the show and, and part-time co-host when Duke or myself or Chini is off, uh, asks this, which is better, trifle, tiramisu, cheesecake, or apple pie? There's no one answer to this question. They're all good, and sometimes you feel like having one of them, and sometimes you feel like having another one of them. Well, sometimes two at the same time. I think tiramisu, for sheer like ecstasy... Tiramisu wins it, but yeah. apple pie is beautiful in its own way. So is sweet potato pie and other desserts. Yeah, and what about what about you, Chini? Which is your favorite dessert? What's the choices? Uh, trifle, tiramisu, cheesecake, or apple? Pie? Out of those, apple pie with custard. Oh, apple. Oh, with custard, with vanilla custard, though proper vanilla custard. Just custard. Oh, no, I'm just custard. I'm not a fucking chef. I don't care. Custard. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, mine's between uh, trifle, custard. trifle, and tiramisu. And when I say trifle, I mean a proper trifle, yep. not a housewife's trifle. That's right. Yeah. Do you know what a housewife's trifle no, is? I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, a housewife's trifle is trifle with jelly in it. Oh, not je- not jelly is in jelly. At least the best part. No, it's not. I don't even have an opinion. My mum used to make a terrible trifle, right, which had jelly, ladies' fingers, and tin fruit salad in the bottom of it. I would love for an American who doesn't know what you're talking about to hear that and go, wait a minute, what? Ladies' fingers. Yeah, ladies' fingers in it. Yeah. Ladies' fingers are like, um, they're like a hard sponge, but they're good for soaking up sherry. Yeah. They're like a hard sponge finger. Kind of. Uh, but yeah, that's. I, I think I would probably tiramisu would edge it. A good tiramisu, you can't beat Heck it. Yeah, you can't beat it. Preach it, preach it. So thank you, Amar. Uh, Christian Barkley he says. In case people haven't noticed, I am not doing the timer. No, no, it's not. I'm in pit. Uh, Christian Barkley he says this. Are any of you Terry Pratchett fans? Yeah. If so, Heck yeah. How cool uh, would a game in the Discworld universe be? I'm sure there must have been. Well, some. you know, there was a. a di- there is a Discworld mud multi-user dimension that does exist and it still does exist so if you really want to play a terry pratchett game you can go into the mud but obviously for most of us muds are kind of silly but it would be awesome if we had a proper Discworld game yes 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 there is no question about that at all amen yeah you see i've never i've never really been into terry pratchett scandalous you like douglas adams i know not really you don't like douglas adams oh my god what the hell's wrong with you I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've tried a few Terry Pratchett books, but I just I've never been able to get if into you them. or anyone else that doesn't like Terry Pratchett. You need to check out Good Omens. It's the book he wrote with Neil Gaiman about the end of the world. Yeah, I tried to read that. Oh, even. what is wrong with you? That's the best book ever. Yeah, where the babies get mixed up and get given to the wrong family. So yes, they're like the son of the devils with the God family and yeah, vice versa. It's awesome. No, I never I never got into it. I tried Did it. You? I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Couldn't get into it. 
So, yeah. Uh, and the second, he's got a second question. Chinny, what's your biggest snooker break? 111. Wow, that's pretty good. Hmm. Jeepers, man, that's good. Hmm. You're pretty good at snooker. I was a very lonely teenager. I'll bet. Bloody hell. Um, and then Matt Weston. Ah. He's asked us a question. Yeah, is he ready for this? Go. Here we go. How do some indie games become a huge success? There are hundreds of good ones made with never, uh, which never hit the heights of, say, a Flappy Bird. So how how does some become massive and some not? I think it's so a combination massive. of um, uh, right place, right time, um, right exposure, and luck. Luck. Yeah, I think, I think Flappy Bird is. had luck behind it for some reason. I think it had luck, and I think for some reason it had this sort of kids telling each other at school thing going on. Yeah. So it it sort of, it was almost like a word of mouth thing, wasn't it? I mean, iOS games, we talked about that, never really hit big, but are probably way, way better than Flappy Bird. Yeah, look at Device 6, for instance, and that's had, you know, quite a good success, but, you know, it's nowhere near the success of Flappy Bird. There's There's loads of little games that on yeah. the iOS and they, they probably don't make a lot of money nope now look at Super Tap Super Tap oh, they're Super Tap now. I don't even know where they are yeah I don't think One's they are Vegas probably, but... at the moment that's true is it oh they must have made more than you think there you go but yeah I mean it's, and it is difficult I think it's a lot tougher than because all people see are those top sort of 20 games or whatever aren't they top 30 games are and oversaturation as well yeah so that you know if you've got the money then you can pay to be at the top of that list yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no, no, like it's yeah, it's it's more luck, and if you got the money, no. And some of the biggest ones are, are sort of advertising on, you know, the TV now and stuff. Clash of Clans was an advert for that tonight. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Quite a good advert as well. Very good animation. It is quite good, but he does distinctly say not actual gameplay. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, some of these bigger games on the iOS now get so much publicity and stuff going on. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, as we've always kind of tried to promote indie games and, and tell people to play them, you know, and try and at least pick out the good ones for people to play. Not just, you know, from the Xbox back in the day, but stuff that was on the Steam store. Now, I think Steam doesn't do a terrible job of promoting indie games. They do quite a good job of it. Mm. But it's still difficult. But you know what's weird? Suddenly on Steam, they have this thing where the main list in the middle of the screen says top sellers instead of new releases. Because it used to come up new releases right away. And you can obviously yeah, still click the tab, but what's up with that? Why are they favoring the stuff that's already selling well? Yeah, that is weird. Isn't it? I had noticed that and thought it was a bit odd I that like it's that. changed. Come on, Steam. Help out the new guy. Yeah, come on, Steam. Do your stuff. Do your stuff. Um, right, this one. This one's for Duke only. Oh the snap! Next question. Duke only. Uh, so Nicholas Charles Abatassi says, "Duke, yes, you've got a gun to your head. Uh, right. Please don't put a gun to my head. And you have to wipe out either all of the Fallout series or the Elder Scrolls series, uh, including all the future games oh, from uh, existence. Uh, why are you doing this to me? Which do you save?" And which do you send into damnation? I fall. I, 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 you know what? It breaks my heart to say this, but I would wipe out the Fallout games because as much as I love them, I don't think the change from Fallout 3 to Fallout New Vegas impressed me as much as the change from Oblivion to Skyrim, which means I have more hope for Oblivion games or Elder Scrolls in the future. 
What about Fallout 4? Don't get me wrong. I I don't want to do this. I think Fallout 4 is going to be awesome, but I don't know. You you make me choose, and this is what you come up with. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, in in a similar vein, although a little bit more slightly disturbing, uh, Kurt Kurt Hornbogen has asked this. He says, Stu, if you were in a hostage situation and they had your family and they said they would set them free if you killed either Duke or Chinny. What is wrong with these people? (laughs) Who would get the bullet? (laughs) I was going to ask this to Duke. But I thought it was obvious that Stu would get put down. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Not true. I would refuse to... I would get the bullet. Ah, Hunger Games. Oops, sorry. Spoilers. Jesus. Um, do you know what I'd do is this, right? This is what I'd do. What would you do? So, I'd do the GTA 5. Uh-huh. Right? Go down. So, exactly. I wouldn't kill either of you. Right, but I'd enlist you to help take down the people that were holding my family hostage. Yeah, and then we go in there, gung ho, man. You really get think that fam- me and Duke are gonna like do very well in this endeavour? Heck yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna, gonna get like bricks in our shoes. You know, we won't reload our guns very well. Come on, motherfucker! We quite have a lot of bullets in his gun, and he'll be like, "Oh God, I hate it when I got no bullets." Duke <laughs> would be praying and spraying. Oh God, where's the ammo? So there you go. Yeah, no, that's what would happen. We'd go down, we'd stealth in. Duke would be shooting everything that moved, including, like, <laughs> animals. <laughs> including us, probably. Yep. Uh, be complaining, because he'd run out of ammo, like Chini said. Uh, Chini would be going in Call of Duty style uh, <laughs> shooting everybody accurately with a great kill-to-death ratio. And I would be going, I don't know what to do. I don't do multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, and then Kay would be very unhappy. That was a bit crap at saving her. Probably. There you go. I think. Anyway, moving on from that very weird and disturbing question, uh, we will come to Richard Primrose, and he says this. Why does Mike now look like a Jesus gangster? Did you say that? It does. Uh, Richard Primrose. Yeah, that is true. So what, so, so what gives? Why, why the growing of the hair again? Um, I don't know. Could you just not be asked having it cut? Part, no, because I still have to have it cut, you see. Uh, yeah, so I encourage it to grow. No, that, that's just an old wives' tale. That's bullshit. Um, that, the re- I have to have it thinned out, so I still have to go to the bar bars. Right, um, okay. Joy, she cuts my hair. She's great. Uh, yeah, so I still have to do that. I don't know, I'll just, just fancy growing it again. It's hard to grow. Hair is hard to grow because, I mean, there's an awkward stage. There's a a three-month awkward stage when you're growing your hair. And I'm in it. I'm in it. It's my first month of an awkward hair situation. And then you get get long hair and then it looks fine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So Uh, when when Eurogamer comes, I will be... We'll see you again with the long hair hair again. long hair. Oh, by the way, something about Eurogamer. Oh. Um, it'd be good this year if we had a cameraman. What, a real proper camera? No, I mean somebody that would be willing to hold the camera, that knows how to hold the camera. Uh, who's that going to be then? Don't know. Don't know yet. 
if you're listening and you want to be the cameraman, and you're going to London, and you're you've got three hundred dollars to give us. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's add that on. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Can't hurt. What do you, what's the worst I'm that happens? Thinking, who, who goes with us that could hold the camera? I don't know. But uh, we'll see, and then we can do some stuff in front of the camera. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. What about Bongo? He's pretty good. You can pretend he's to get thrown out. That would be yeah. funny. Mm. Bongo could do it. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, yeah, so we'll see. So if you're listening, you, we'll you don't mind on the camera. Obviously, I'll bring it. I'll bring the camera and stuff. Yeah, bring the camera. And all that crap. You just have to hold it and know how to do it. So he did ask another question. So he, did, he said, "Who out of the other two hosts would you be most comfortable in a sauna with?" <laughs> now I've got to clear up here. Does he mean an Austrian sauna or a standard UK American? Are you just sauna? trying to be clever. Jimmy, have you ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> we can watch movies about gladiators. <laughs> well, the reason I say this, right? Do you ever go down and hang out? What does he say? Um, um, but the thing is, right? Just to, just to clarify, gymnasium? in Austria, so he says gymnasium. In Austria, if you go in a sauna in Austria, you have to be completely naked. Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you know so much about Austrian prisons? Because I go up the Austrian prisons in a sauna. I've been in an Austrian prison. I'm, I'm, no, I've been on holiday I'm to not. Austria, and I know that you have to be naked. Not that I've been in one. Yeah, sure. But you have to be. You, the only thing you can take in is a towel, and you've got to be naked. Other than that, yeah. But my wife always thinks it's a bit dirty because you've got people's bare asses on the wooden slats that you sat on. My wife. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm. Um. Now, I mean, for me personally, right? Me personally, I'm kind of comfortable with my person you know i'm not i'm not bothered about shit like that you know Captain, so i would how be... can you land i can't tell you can't you can <laughs> you tell, tell me i'm not. a doctor no i mean <laughs> i'm just not sure say. well can you take a guess well not for another two hours you can't take a guess for another two hours <laughs> <laughs> but anyway the, the what i was going to say is i'd be comfortable with either of you in this order it wouldn't make any odds to me I what be naked i don't know about the completely naked thing though. isn't that an austrian sauna yeah, well, we didn't say it was Australian or normal sauna. Right. What about an Australian sauna? Would that be different? Oh, no, we'd all be yeah, on the ceiling. Yeah, you hang upside down from the mm. roof. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd be kind of In fine, a normal sauna, I would be perfectly comfortable. In an Austrian sauna, I would be uncomfortable for like a minute because, yeah. Because you told And me. then I'd be, I'll just be like, all right, there you go. There's his penis. Great. You see, but what would happen, right? Let me let me say this though. What what if you were in, right, an Austrian sauna, uh-huh. and some really good-looking woman came in, and you got a bit excited? You know, that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? And you walk depends out. To... You know what I mean? And you've got something to hang depends your towel on. on yeah, it depends on what she does. <laughs> yeah, because you, my my wife next to me would be very furious. Yeah, that wouldn't be good, would it? That'd be a bit. That wouldn't be good. It's true. That wouldn't be good. Now... Yeah. So what about you, Duke? How would you be in a sauna? Uh, probably uncomfortable. I don't like the idea of being naked with people. I don't know. No, you're not. You're not a, a naturist, then. No, I'm definitely not. No, I'm not you're, not you're not into naked. I'm tennis. not a naturist, but when I'm in a change room or something, I'm, I'm got no problem. Yeah, I guess I you wouldn't see, have a problem with that. You see, I always think right. These naturists and stuff, they have these like they have their own sort of version of butlings, don't they? You know, these like camps that they go to. Yeah. And I always think, like, if they're playing tennis or something, or table tennis or whatever, how weird would that be? All your bits jingling around while you're, you know, hitting balls. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just all right. They've got trainers on because obviously you won't be able to do it barefoot. So they're naked apart from trainers. Yeah. Running around hitting balls at each other while they're naked. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it just all seems a bit weird. Joey, have you ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, thank you. Stewardess, I speak jive. Papa don't hang like that, man. <laughs> thank you for the question. Well, uh, Aeroplane Two isn't a great, isn't a, you know a great sequel to. It's not a great sequel. It's, it's exactly the same. Yeah, thing. I grew up loving it just as much as the first one, so I have trouble differentiating from what's but, it. My, my favorite line in it is uh, when they're in the courtroom, and it goes, "Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and the truth?" So help you God. Ain't no thing. No thanks. Ain't no thing. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So David Tripney asks us another question. He says this. He said, Duke and Chitty, Hello. which which of Stu's stories have you enjoyed the most? Oh, every one of them. Don't make me choose. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so magical. Stu's story enjoyed the most. Probably can't remember any of them. Well, not a lot happens in them, really, because all it is is you buying <laughs> something. Do you know what? My, if I pick one of my stories as a favourite... I'm just going to relay the, night... the question back to you there. Didn't ask for your opinion, Stu. No, no, no. I was just going to say it would be when I stopped in that bloody hotel you recommended after the first Eurogamer we went yeah, to. Yeah, that was good. Because it's like the one good. where you got robbed. You got robbed? When have you got robbed? Well, when was that? What was that? It like you were worried you were going to get robbed. Oh, yeah. I was worried I was going to get killed. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, There's a story when I... I thought we th- I thought we was going to get killed because I thought there was a terrorist that Oh god, that was funny. Yeah, well, that was a Eurogamer story as well. You thought there was a terrorist. And I thought that Congress. woman who was crying oh, that's right. the ground. <laughs> yeah, it was also a terrorist. Because we just played GTA, right? And in GTA, yeah. you, you see a crying woman and then five gangsters turn up. I was like, I hate hanging around for this shit. Yeah. You see, I think some of the best stories have come out of Eurogamer. We've had some funny stories from Eurogamer, haven't we? Mm, Bongo's usually involved in most of them. He is. Bongo's a bit naughty. Most I, of the time, I have um, nothing. Uh, Michael Edwards, he says, the Xbox One has had two price cuts and now another reduction in its price by selling it without the Kinect. Yes. I smell desperation. What do you think will come next it's to entice gamers? Cuts, or is it one? Is it what? What? It one price cut and then the price cut with the Kinect. No, because the... Kind of did not cut the price. It was cut in the UK, and then the Titanfall bundle came out, and then it was cut again because it included the game and was cheaper and again. It's cut again with the, the connect, and then they removed the connect, and it's kind of cut again. I don't think, I don't think any of it been really official. I think a lot of it's just been re- retailed. I have no one. Yeah. Uh, but he said anyway. What do you think will come next to entice gamers to buy this console? Game. I'm going to buy one, just not yet. Games. Yeah, it's got to be games. It's not about the price. It is. They've got to have a killer game, and Evolve think, might be it. The problem with Evolve is, though, it's also available on PC and PS4. PS4, yeah, but well, um, I, I think what, what Duke just said, I think it is about the price in the first two years. And yeah. after that, it's like, all right, come on, what we got? It's games content. Come on, actually, oh, I, have, I have a YouTube video, Duke, that I would like you to play. Now, it's very visual, but from the audio, we'll be able to grasp sort of what I'm getting at. So just, just talk amongst yourselves, and I'm going to send you a... Um, Video. Okay. Um, but this Lewis applies, this, this applies to early adopters, by the way. This is why I'm going to get Duke to play. Yeah, Lewis Danson, he says, if you could choose a sequel to a game, uh, what would it be a sequel to, and what would you call it? 
Uh, I would choose Final Fantasy VII and call it The Tale of Sephiroth. Ooh, I'd play that. Oh, you see? Found one already. Uh, so, um, I'd, play, I'd, I'd call it Fallout 4, and it would be about Fallout. But in set in Wisconsin, that'd be pretty cool. The Wisconsin Dells, ooh, Seth gets that. Seth, wouldn't it be awesome to have a Fallout game set in the Wisconsin Dells? Yeah, yeah totally, man, totally. Now, you see, I'd have a sequel uh, to this little game that a, a couple of people have heard about, right? And it's called Half-Life 2. <laughs> and I think I would call it, and this is this is a bit genius and unique, but I think I would call it Half-Life 3. This is an easy, this is an easy answer for me. Halo Wars, bam, done. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would be one that you would definitely I would, want to, right. a sequel to. I have a heart attack, yeah. Oh, no, actually, on a more serious note, uh, Deadly Premonition. I'd love to oh. see a sequel to that. Ugh. Eco 2. All right, this, it is will be clip, called... this is the clip that, I, uh, that was referring to earlier, <laughs> early adopters. Tech-savvy consumers are lining up today to be the first to purchase Sony's brand-new stupid piece of shit that doesn't do the goddamn thing it's fucking supposed to. <laughs> on your news network, Tech Trends reporter Jeff Tate has more. Thanks, Brandon. It's being called the biggest fucking waste of your hard-earned money to come along in years. <laughs> Sony's new stupid box thing hit the shelves at crowded malls and overpriced electronic stores around yeah, the country yeah, today. It it's got a whole bunch more memory and megapixels and whatnot than any of the other TV shit that I already have. I can't wait to get home and spend my whole fucking night trying to figure the goddamn thing out. If you can somehow <laughs> That's too right there. through the impossible to open packaging, this stupid piece of shit offers a wide variety of frustrating as hell functions, including flashing random fucking words and numbers on its display screen, not coming with the fucking little doohickey thing it's supposed to, and being god damned ass backward as fuck. Sony spokesman Alan Compton said the company designed this sucking fucking goddamn thing to make everyone in the modern home want to tear their fucking eyeballs out. We listened hard to what our customers said they wanted the most out of their own home entertainment system and then we pumped out this impossible to use fucking piece of shit. Anyone mystified by the device's numerous extraneous features can scroll through the interactive help menu, a labyrinthine maze of indecipherable topics of use to fucking no one. We want people to be screaming in unison from houses across the country. Work, work, you cocksucking piece of shit. What is wrong with you? Why can't you work like a normal machine? With a $100 million nationwide campaign to plaster irritating-ass advertisements for the retarded hunk of garbage every single goddamn place you look, it says, what the fuck is this? Sony is expecting it to become the next fucking gizmo you absolutely have to fucking own if you don't want to feel like a toothless hillbilly living in some hillbilly shack somewhere. I love bullshit like this. Yeah, I, basically, I'll buy any goddamn thing that I see in an ad. The fucking piece of shit is available now. Fuck. So run out and pick one up and invite all of your friends over to see if fuck. any of them can figure out this motherfucking time vampire. That's the CEO of Sony yelling, fuck! Unless fuck. one of them is a rocket scientist, Sony pretty Pretty much fucking tease, they'll have no chance. For the Onion News Network, I'm Jeff Tate. Thanks, Jeff. Sony says they plan to release an upgraded 800 gigabyte version of this piece of shit by the end of the year, just when you figured out the goddamn remote control for this one. It never ends, this shit. <laughs> so, uh, beautiful. That's, that's what I think when I think of Xbox One early adopters. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and the final one on the Facebook is from Mark Singh, and he says, here we go. Sing. It's, this is kind of more of a statement than a question. It is a question, but it's just you a, a very simple question. He says, bought a Wii U Mario Kart bundle from Tesco Online for £199, plus free game, bargain or not? 
So in that initial stage, is it a bargain? What would you say? A Wii U for what? 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 £199 with a free game. Uh, not so, and Mario Kart. Sorry. No so bargain? No. So we got Mario Kart and the free and another free game. Not a bargain yet. Go. No bargain. So, uh. so uh, plus he had an M&S voucher, gift voucher, for £50. Never used it. So he sold it for £40, uh, making it £159. Is that a bargain? So £159 quid. Is a bargain yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He then sold 15 games for 120 quid, uh, making his final purchase price £39. Now, is that considered a bargain? That is a bargain. Yeah, that's a bargain. Yeah, I think that's a bargain. I'd, I'd have said definitely. He said, if you say no, then don't tell my wife uh, because I've convinced her it is. So there you go. I think that's a bargain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 39 quid for a Wii U with Mario Kart plus another free game. Not Sounds bad. like a bargain to me. Not like bad. It's a bargain. Uh, and then we well, have... Who was that? What was his name? That was from Mark Singh. Play it, Duke. Hey, Play it, Duke. I had to quit out of my Steam server. Play it, oh, Duke. Cool, oh, fucking ads. Oh, yeah, exactly. Piece oh, of let's shit. let's load it up again. Uh, uh, Right the thing. Move it to a minute. Move it to a minute. Minute, a minute. Sing. Sing, sing, sing. Brilliant. You're welcome. Um, and then we uh, we also had some comments on the Twitter regarding this. And we, we had a paradox question. Are you ready for this? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Go ahead. Okay, you ready? Rocks. Here we go. Uh, what happens if Pinocchio says, my nose is going to grow now? Say again. So what happens... If Pinocchio says, my nose is going you know to grow that's, now. I don't believe talking about the future can constitute the truth or a lie, because that's, you can't know the future. If, if I drop just, a pencil, what? If he says that after I'm a big green monster, then it will, then it's true. But then it's, is, but it, oh yeah, no, it would. Yeah, it's Thanks. true. It depends on what else he says. Your whole question is bollocks. <laughs> That's it's a version a of a paradox. I like it. It's an interesting Dude, paradox. It's a, it's a chicken. It's a chicken and egg question with Pinocchio. Can the god make a rock so big he himself can't lift it? Oof, there you go. That's wow. Oh. oh, y'all never heard that before? No. Oh, wow. Dude. I'm gonna Google paradoxes now. I just blow yeah. your. Um, you know, hold on. What famous sequel was codenamed Paradox so people didn't know what it was gonna be that it was gonna be coming? Halo Three. No, sequel to a film. Uh, I don't know. Uh, sequel to a film that has something to do with time. Halo 3, the film. Uh, uh, best films ever made to do with time. Oh, Timer. Back to the Future. No, Back to the Future. Timer 2, Revenge of Aaron. <laughs> anyway, that Revenge was time. Sky. Time is pissed. Yeah. Sky Compro, so thank you very much for that. And Phil Taylor says, if you could combine two different games or multiple games into one, what would it be and why? Halo and Hearthstone, bad boy. 
Halo and Hearthstone. Yes. So instead of all these wizards and yeah, 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 like a Halo themed Hearthstone and a Spartan and a fuck, that'd be ice. You see, I think they're missing a trick there, uh, sort of Blizzard, because they could do a, a killing on on themed games. You get licenses for other yeah. sort of like games. Lord of the Rings, or yeah, um, yeah, you know, Batman film, any type the of Lego film. model, just rip popular off all media, the popular franchises. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised someone else hasn't come up with that, but then they probably get sued. Um, yeah, so that's cool. So thank you, Phil, for that. Um, we also had a couple of other. Sort of things. Uh, what else have we got? Just trying to look Anyway, that's kind of it. So we did have a couple of speak pipes for this week, so we'll do those. We've got a bit of mail, and then we need to get the shit out of here. So, yeah. Uh, speak pipes. Duke, are you ready? Um, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. There's only two. It's the way to leave an no, no, <laughs> Alright, here's the first one. It's from Fletch. Hi all. I'm just giving you a little bit of a, a mini review because I think you said something like you'd like something um, along those lines the other week. So I am currently going through for the first time the uh, first season of The Walking Dead, um, the good version of it. And um, even though I did listen to the shows that you um, were talking about it uh, a year or so ago, um, the good thing is I haven't got a particularly brilliant memory and um, I don't really remember anything really that you said about it apart from that you were raving about it. So going through it pretty much for the first time without really knowing anything that's going on, um, I can only say to anyone that hasn't bought it yet, um, I would urge them to go through it because I'm really enjoying this. I'm really looking forward to uh, finishing it off because I've only got episode five to go now. So everything that's gone down has gone down um, and I want to see how this all ends. Um, my only question would be, um, would it be worth buying 400 days or should I just finish episode 5 and go straight on to season 2? Because um, I, I do kind of remember you being a little bit lukewarm on it and uh, I just wanted to see whether you thought it was worth the uh, 3 or £4 pounds or however, however much it's uh, it's worth on the Xbox. There you go. I don't know if I would say 400 days is a must play. I liked it. Though. I thought it was interesting. It was an interesting little dive. Mm-hmm. And... There is, I don't remember it catching up in any way to what's going on in season two. Well, there's a there's a character from. Oh my, that's kind of a spoiler, I guess. But there are there is sort of a character. Don't give any spoilers. So I don't know. I I would say if you really like season one, go for it. But you don't really have to. I think if you pick it up in a sale for a couple of quid, it's well worth picking up and playing. Because it is still good. You don't have to play it, but if you like Walking Dead and you want a bit more, play it. Yeah, I would say that. It is good. I like I like some of the stories in that. I thought they were clever. So yeah, it's definitely worth playing. It's uh, yeah, it, it was kind of cool. I think it was cool while you were waiting for two to come out, season two to come out. But I think it's not got the same appeal now that two's arrived. Yeah, that's probably to do. Maybe. Um, and then we did get one more. Oh, yeah. One more, baby. Here it comes, Lord Jason. Here we go. Oh, I haven't either. So Armour has to carry the show this week. By the way, Duke's yeah. uh, dead to us. So we don't... Why is he not here? Yeah, because he's, he's uh, raising money for East Timor on his bike. He does oh, his sort of annual bike ride. Bastard. I know. I know. Freaking East Timor, my arse. He's probably just pocketing it all is what I think. <laughs> 
I can't believe I said such a thing. Just, well, this well, is awkward. Just, he sent the audio file from last week's show. I listened to last week's show. You don't send that. <laughs> I know, yeah. I can't believe I said I think he's highlighting the fact that I was dissing you. But, I, but after following that, I said I'm only joking. It was a joke. Joking. He's, ma- he's making it sound worse than it was. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? He's mean. He's mean now, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, talking of Jason, he has sent us an email, so let's do those, and then we can do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Okay. Uh, right. oh, Whoa, that ruled. Uh, so the first email is from Pink E. And he says this, I sent this email attached below more than two shows ago and you still haven't read it. I smell oppression. Stew oppression, that is. Stew is in love with the speak pipe. He's gotta be. I'd say I'm boycotting this Thursday night's episode in protest to Stew's obsession and oppression. But I'd be lying. I can't go to work without my fix of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Much love, Pinky! Woo! Now, I did look into this and I don't know why. Now, he had sort of linked to a YouTube video in the uh, aforementioned email, but it had ended up in my spam box, so I don't know what had happened or why it had why spammed Why are you putting him in your spam box? I don't know. It just automatically oh, put it, it in spam. automatically did it. I didn't, have yeah. did it. I didn't do it. So I don't know why it did it, and he, apparently he said uh, he had trouble getting the speak pipe to work. So, But I'm liking the speak pipes. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. They're good. So thanks for everybody who's taking the time because they're cool. So I, I do apologize, Mr. Pinky, uh, but uh, don't know why he went into spam. I did tell him that. I did sort of email him like, no. Uh, we have got a short email, believe it or not, from Jason Arr, this week. And he says this, return of the Obradin. Just hit the gas, baby. Something smells good out there tonight. So he says, mysteries, I give up. I just can't solve the veteran game of puzzle. I try and recommend one of the greatest video games of all time, and all I get is negativity. Why pick out the bad things about my repetitious emails? Concentrate on the positives. I could go a year without digressing into my bowels, but somehow you bring out the out the worst in me every freaking time. I'm blaming us for this. I assure you, by a long shot, Kentucky Route Zero is one of the most incredible experiences to ever bless this world. Now, I have got to say, it is good. And I said this last week, it's definitely good. You know, when we talked about it, it's definitely worth playing. So, you know, I, I'm with him. It's, it's interesting and it's cool and it's totally unlike anything else you'll play. It's very clever. It's good. It's good. If you crave a meaningful, thought-provoking, music-filled journey through the night, get in your car, roll down the window, hit the gas, and may the same wind blowing you gently blow me too. I love a drive through the night. Nothing like some fresh air coupled with various choices behind the wheel. Get in your gaming chair and head down the zero tonight. You won't regret it. You'll never know if you can swim if you don't get your feet wet. Could turn out you were a merman all along. The wind is blowing. Go for the ride. Just be sure to thank me later after the third playthrough. Take a deep breath and suck it, prudes. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's told us. That's told us, didn't it? That's told us. And the final one tonight is from I Pete, and he says, free to play. So he said, I'd like to imagine for a second that we all live in a world completely without any money. 
In this world, the video game industry works very differently to how it does in our current capitalist society. For a start, as money doesn't exist, the primary reason for games is to be made uh, shifts from one of maximising profit to one of maximising enjoyment. Think about that for a second. The only reason games are made is to be enjoyed. No more cashing license games or shy or sly monetization of free-to-play games. Every game is free and anyone can play every single game that you want to play. You don't need to wait for games to go on sale or decide between games because you can't afford them all. That sounds pretty good, right? Well, it gets better. As no one gets paid to make the games now, games will only get made by people who love making games and no longer will talented game designers go to waste just because they can't get a job in the industry. Have you ever wanted to try your hand at making games? Well, you're more than welcome to come along and contribute in any way you can. As we no longer have competing companies, hardware is now unified. We only have one console now, and it's made fully utilised to push the boundaries of our current technology abilities. It's fully upgradable to conserve resources, and anyone can have one. You can have two if you like. You might say that because there aren't any competing companies now, there's no motivation to innovate. Well, this couldn't be further from the truth. All restrictions are now removed, and the sky is the limit. You can go beyond the sky if you want, as anything is possible now, with all interested minds working on one device. It will be far more advanced and evolve far quicker than anything we have now. But that's just a taste of the life we are missing out on by continuing to let our lives be run by valueless currency. If you think about that, what I've described is impossible, then I'm sorry, but you're wrong. I implore anyone who likes the sound of this new world or just wants to learn more to go Google the search for The Venus Project from iPeat. P.S. The Veteran Game is still the best podcast around. I love you guys. Thanks, we love you Thank too. Thank you, I, Pete. So, do you, you're, you're our sort of guru on, you know, economy and stuff like that. What do you think about this? Yeah, uh, I had world a student tell me about the Venus Project one time, and I looked it up, and I, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting idea. It's, you know, it's basically the idea is that we're not going to be able to make it based on what we're currently doing. We need to start all over. I'm not that much of a fatalist to think that we can't do anything other than just start over from scratch. Um, but whatever. I mean, you know, the people have an idea for making a better world, and I think that's cool. So I can't really knock it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept, but it's never going to happen, is it? Eh, not with that attitude. No, I know. Well, you never know what'll happen in the future. I just think that you know those of us who want to make the world better could probably do more if we were to put our energy into like actually making this world better than saying, "Well, what are we going to do when we start all over?" Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. That's just yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Pete. I would love that to be the case, but it's highly unlikely. I did. It's going to happen. I'm sorry, Pete. Yeah, it'd be cool though. It would be cool, and you and I, I guess you are probably right because if people didn't have money as a motivating factor for doing things, then things would definitely be different. Well, that's the thing is that like we don't have to start all over to do that. You know, we can make different. You know, people are motivated by lots of. We're not motivated by money to do this show, right? Absolutely, now that. So that's an example of how we do things that are important for various other reasons. Yeah, true. Besides, money. just for enjoyment and chitter chatting. It's like we can do that in our regular lives and show people that that's a good way to do things. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Right, we do need to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here, so we will come to you first, Duke. Yeah, um, I'd like to shout-out, uh, I think it was Stu Lecky, and I can't remember, uh, but I think it was Stu Lecky and who was the other one? Uh, uh, 
Epic Scotsman, uh, no, 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 sorry, Hell Patrol, uh, agreed with me on Last of Us, and I was like, I'm frustrated, and Epic Scotsman was like, dude, I know, I was frustrated too, and I don't blame you for uh, being frustrated with it, and uh, Stulek, I think it was, that said, hey, I agree with you, and whatever. Anyway, um, Epic Scotsman recommended Spec Ops The Line, he said, you should play it, it's awesome, and I was like, I've played it, it is awesome, so I don't remember why he said that, but... Yeah, thanks to him. And also, I don't know if I said this, but there's a new uh, member recently, um, Jaded69er. And, uh, yeah, so welcome, Jaded69er. We like that people. Yay! Well, I'm going to do an epic shout-out now. Are you ready for this? Ooh, epic. Is that epic? No, an epic shout-out. Because I did put another post, but we just haven't had time to get to it on the Facebooks. Uh... Well, I just ask people what they're going to be you know, playing over the back because it's a bank holiday weekend here in the UK. Yes. So I said, what games are you going to be playing? Well, 16 people replied, but we just haven't had a chance to read them out because we've run short of time. Damn. But I will shout out quickly everybody who replied, which is, here we go, Richard Churchman, uh, Mark Green, uh, Matthew Bozzanello, David Tripney, Mark Singh, Michael Edwards, Michael Swales, uh, Andy Harrington, Dan Bedcober, uh, Christopher Healy, Brandon Conway, Jamie O'Neill, Daniel Luke Hall, uh, Richard Primrose, Stuart Knight, Lewis Danson, Adam Price, and Stuart Leckie were all playing various games and making the most of the bank holiday weekend in the UK. So thank you to everybody who replied to that post. Yes, thank you. Uh, and over to Chini. Um, shout out to... And... Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you were, Can you hear you them? Just did that on purpose? No. Oh, shout out to. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, Jacker. No, I like the Phantom. I don't know who should I shout out. Who should I? Oh, Amar for filling in last week. Yeah. Yeah, we should have shouted out Amar. Uh, yeah, oh, shout yeah. out Amar. I like wetting his pants every time we shout him out. Let's shout him out again. Pinky. No. Pinky. Oh, Was it Pinky? No, it wasn't. There was someone else when they lied to shouting him out. I don't know, but by the way... Who you were, send us a speak pipe, and we'll shout Amar is filling in again next week, because Duke's away again. Why am I out again next week? I don't remember this. I don't don't know. You sent me an email saying you was out last week, and you also wouldn't be available on whatever the 2nd of June or whatever it is. See, you said that on the show, and I was like, why did I say that? I don't know. That's what you said in your email. And I presumably have something going on, but I don't remember what it is. Well, you need to bloody well check. (laughs) It's pathetic. You're just rubbish. Yes, I am. You need to double check. Just make sure that you definitely are away next weekend, and then let I'll me know. Find out. I'll let ask know the one way or the other. I'm gonna, well, you've also got something planned. I'm going to shout out Skulldugra oh, for calling me a um, Italian mafia dude. I'm going to shout out Greg for having me on the show, and also Bongo for being on the show. Uh, who else? Pilch Reed is the man that Pilch gets very. Reed, oh yeah, Pilch Reed. Oh, Pilch Reed. How could we forget? Pilch Reed. That's Pilch uh, Reed. Sounds um, like his wife's going to be listening to that again now, isn't she? Maybe. He makes his wife listen, doesn't he? Pilch Reed, let your wife know <clears throat> we've shouted you out again, Pilch Reed person. Pilch so Reed. yeah, there you go. So, me done. Um, I have got one more quick one. I should have mentioned on the Twitter sphere. Um, Simon Sanderson said. I think you should have a chapstick gaming music section. Love these Mario and Halo tunes on the guitar. So there you go. 
And Amar, Sky Compro, and David Tripney, Andrew Gould, and Step J also replied to the what they'll be playing over the bank holiday weekend. So thank you to you guys for that. Uh, and one of those people is going to be playing FIFA. Right, that's it. We need to get the hell out of here. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, thanks for everybody who contributes to the show via email, SpeakPipes, Twitter, and Facebook. And thank you for you guys, uh, you know, making it happen. Yeah. So, thanks, yeah. everybody. That's it. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. It's killing me, man. It's killing me. Can't have two songs playing at once. Doesn't sure you can. Why not? What are you talking about? Hey, by the way, talking of mixing. Talking of mixing. Um, yeah, School Dugger is doing a good job, you know, with his mixing and stuff. Are you, are you listening? Saturo sounds. I don't think I've heard that the newest one. Yeah, it's good. It's good, I've got to say. There's some good mixing going on. Uh, but also, uh, DJ2 on the iPad has now added um, Spotify support. Ooh. Which is awesome. So you can just mix any song off Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's very, very cool, I've got to say. I've been making uh, big use of that, too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit crap. But, you know, I'm having fun. Mixing, exactly. Mixing shit up. You know, but I was well impressed when they... Because I, I like DJ2 as an app anyway. It's a good app. There you go. So there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, October is a bloody busy month for gaming. Yeah. Hey? October is very, very busy. Why is that? Uh, well, we've got coming out in the same month, uh, Alien Isolation and Dragon Age Inquisition on the same day. Inquisition. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which is actually looking pretty good. Yeah. It's looking pretty good, that. And Drive Club, all on the 7th of October. Ooh. And then on the 14th, there's Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. On the 21st, uh, there's Evolve. Yeah. And then on the 28th, which no one really cares about, is WWE 2K15 coming out. Yeah. So it's a busy, bloody October is going to be a busy month, even now with stuff we know about, and there's probably going to be other stuff that we don't know about yet. Yeah. Potentially. So there you go. Right, we do need to go, though, don't we, because it's bedtime over here yeah. in the yeah. UK. And- Thanks, everybody. Actually, I've got to say considering you're ill you, you didn't sound too terrible dude well you know that's the thing is it's the same with school like you can push it aside and your body will and your mind will do what it needs to do but i think i'm gonna pay for it later so i yeah. mean oh, well i hope hope you're feeling better next week even whether yeah. whether we see you or not yeah i'll let you know yeah so you need to let us know and uh, and that's it i guess so we need to uh, get out of it. Oh, by the way i was glad you were back it's a bit smoother than Chitty. Jesus Christ, I tell you. Oh, stop it. It was fine. I'm joking. He's a joke. I get it. It's hilarious. Good night. Hilarious. See you, dude. Get everybody. better soon. Thanks. Do get better. Bye. See ya.